There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Holiday vibes. Holiday vibes. A Las Culture holiday. You were the one, and I'm sorry, I don't I didn't mean to once again co-opt one of your phrases because you walked in with our guest and you said holiday vibes. And I said, he's right. I don't think of it as my phrase. I think of it as our phrase. Yes. I think of it as Las Colchesterinas. Well, well, I think, not to bring up work, but I feel like I'm very <laughs> fastidious about credit, where credit should go. And like, that was, you said that. Like, that, that like credit goes to you because that is your- Thank you for lifting me up. But I'm just saying, if you want to get on the podcast and say holiday vibes because it's a holiday vibe, yeah. that's just, I don't own that. That's I share that. That's about what the holidays are all about. Oh my sharing, God. sharing and, and giving. giving. The gift of a phrase. <laughs> and you, but see, it just you are a pump of phrases. I love being described as a pump. You have no idea what that did for it, me. It is. It is. I'll it have is a better day. Miracle worker vibes. The pump down. Me, I am Helen. I am the other one. I'm either of them. I'm the, I'm the damn Keller family. Yeah, going to the pump and saying, yes. "What's this? A phrase? A phrase? <laughs> Basically, that's you described how Helen Keller sort of came to be. Do you believe that Helen Keller was carrying? <laughs> Do you think she was carrying down? Well, what was she giving? She was giving lessons, Mama. She, she was, was giving iconography. Teachers, giving iconography. Giving. Um, let's just say 
when you see a young girl bent into over a a, a faucet, pump. a pump, really. That's and, what I. That's why I brought up Miss yes, Teller. Yes, and I'm saying like you iconically know what that image is. You're yes. like that's Miss Anne Sullivan. Anne, who was her name? It. No, Anne Sullivan. Annie Sullivan, the teacher, the miracle worker herself. No, it's not Anne Sullivan. Unliterally, literally, do you no, want to bet no, twenty-five dollars? No. I'll bet you twenty-five dollars. Annie Sullivan. Okay, hold on, reader. Hold on. While he looks, I just want to say we're in a Brooklyn podcasting studio. The energy is hot, holiday vibes alive. We're here with we we say hot engineer a lot. And we've then, got we got today, a hot hot engineer. It's hot engineer Walter. Everybody, Phew. he's okay. He's just he's he's making he's throwing his hands up. Okay, I owe Matt twenty five dollars. Oh my god! Uh, who could forget Anne Bancroft? I forgot Anne yes. Bancroft as Annie Sullivan. Can I say something? Keep your money, At, babe. We made a bet. I'm you know a man what? of my word. Uh, you know how I said before about how we share the phrases of the giving and the gifting and the receiving and the that? And whose phrase is keep your money? Whose is that? <laughs> was I going to say sorry? Both of ours. I'm telling you, we share it all. And I'm saying that the, the, it also goes with the money. My money is your money, girl. Girl. <laughs> and I feel the same for you. How many... How many versions of the Miracle Worker did you guys did you have to watch in like elementary school? Well, definitely we. You know what my favorite time was? Whenever in in English class you would read a play and then you would watch it, or, or no, no, you would act it out. Like 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 people be like, okay, today, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna play um the Crucible, like the lead guy in the Crucible. What were your yeah? What were your plays? I, I, I well, we, we definitely did the Crucible, and we definitely did the Miracle Worker, which is why I say really those are interesting. Those are interesting choices. I'm telling, and I'm telling you, those were my favorite days when you get to you act, get to do the play. But sometimes they're frustrating because some kids, and we can say it, not readers, not readers. Well, like the, as in they didn't actually read the the text. No, as in like they struggle reading the words. Yeah, you know, famously, yeah. Young, oh, as young yeah, famously, kids, they're learning to read. Absolutely, and also <laughs> some a lot of actors we know, mm-hmm. not that we know, but it's like you, you drag you, them. I'm just saying the longer you work in this business, the, mm-hmm. the more you go, oh, I didn't know that famous person um, has trouble reading. And it's I don't think it's a dyslexia thing. I think it's No, no, like, no. Some people just aren't good at cold reads. Some of the best fine. actors in the world, that's not the way they internalize. Oh, I'm so bad at the cold read. You feel this way? Can I, can, can I just quickly share my plays in high school? Yes. Um, They were, we did, well, we did West Side Story in, in the eighth grade, <gasps> which was my favorite. Oh my God. And that's like, it really did solidify like why... The reason why West Side Story is my favorite show, mm-hmm. musical, which is, which, is, which is so basic. Ziegler. Rachel Ziegler we vibes. Love that. And then in high school, we did Streetcar Named Desire, which I also love. Same. But I, we all had to, everyone had to be Stanley or a Blanche or a Stella. And I had to be like Marlon. I had to be like Stanley. And it was humiliating. Because you, because for, I had to play mask. Well, yes, had, if you're playing mask, whatever. Also, it just sucks as a gay individual because you want to play Blanche so badly probably like being a to probably see a flop playing Blanche oh my god it was flop parade down not giving not carrying not holding no thing there's nothing more humiliating when a girl can't give Blanche in class nothing it's so fucking humiliating you know who could give Blanche down who our guest. Our guest. Our guest. And this is the summer The Tennessee of Williams War. muse. This is, I've never seen more Blanche energy. That's insulting to an extent. Well, no. Okay, wait. Actually, the more <laughs> I think about it, what I'm saying is, when I look over at our guest, it is the it's iconic- icon. Thank you. That's the word I was I'm searching sorry, I, for. Icon. Icon. Our guest- Walter's laughing. Walter's laughing. His hot little laugh. Oh my God. He, inaudible. But yeah, I, it's the best of all. The best Straight of guys, all. shut up. <laughs> Straight guys, shut up. We don't know if he's whatever. Um, let's is talk he? about our guest. Is he? You is know. he? Um, 
Our guest is really one of the one of the best people out there. A watershed human. Watershed <laughs> human. Yes. I agree. I don't disagree, which watershed human. I mean, there's where do we I'm overwhelmed because I don't even know where to start. Well, let's start in the beginning. Born actually get this and this is all my sisters were born in, in around the we world. were born within 10 day, a week of each other in africa she was born in no she was not born in africa you lived in africa she lived there she was not born there you were you born in indiana okay born in indiana oh my god <laughs> lived in africa bitch. but not born there no oh okay and i never said that Never once. Never once. But as I, that sometimes I get my girls mixed up because my one girl was born in Australia here. What? The, and my other girl, she lived in Africa. Girl. Um, I think she is really no. one, one, huh? When she went, no. Icon. Icon. Iconic behavior. Iconic behavior. Blanche. Blanche. Blanche vibes. Blanche, Rachel Ziegler vibes, holiday vibes. Honey. Honey. I mean, I, I, I want to do the Letterman thing of our next guest needs no introduction. And you just did it. And now we said it. And now we said it because you, you, you if you've listened to the podcast for any number of years, it ha- it's had to be for at least a couple years for this to be exciting for you that we're entering another, that we've been in another summer of cunt mm-hmm. and that we have our guest here with us to really process it, unpack it. Um, We couldn't be more thrilled. This is one of those days where you smile all day. <laughs> and then you get to sort of the moment. <laughs> You're you and you just been smiling so much. You've been smiling so much. And like as my tears come to my eyes, people have been asking for this. Oh, you wouldn't believe the requests. And it's here. And it's here. At the sort of we could say end of the summer. Well, we're at an interesting time. We're at the sort of the the twilight of it, you know? And in this twilight of summer, we begin summer of cunt four. By bringing in the queen, the iconic Blanche, a watershed human. Welcome our guest, Sudi Green. I've always relied on the kindness yes! of strangers. Go off. Name another it's legend. too bright in this room. <laughs> so bright. Were you, you definitely played Blanche in school. Oh my God. No, I didn't. But I remember my freshman year at NYU. First of all, thank you for recognizing me as an African. Um, <laughs> African born. I am the diaspora. I carry it with me every day. Um, but I did, my freshman year, we did streetcar. My freshman year at NYU, we, we, we read streetcar. And uh-huh. I'll never forget. Mm. This is like my second week at NYU. And my professor goes, the first lines of the play. And I'm doing like an incredible impression, impression of him. Oh and he God. like kind of had like this like very big head and kind of pointed with like a T-Rex. I think I claw. remember this guy. He sounds yeah. Hot. I think I had him too. He sounds hot. This play first lines are here, meet, catch it. And he's primal. And it's sexual. It's true. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I'm about to get educated. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's hot. Oh. And the air is hot. This oh guy is God. a front runner for best teacher we ever had. Yeah. He's his name started with an R. Last name was an R. Robert something. I, yeah. Rangeli? Maybe. Oh, we're, we're naming names first Honey, and name last. Names. That he was, was def- not wrong. He, it was, but the, definitely there was a Rangeli. Famously, Sudi and I were in the same program. And 
I really, I really just like will misty eyed. I'm just, I get misty eyed listening to you guys talk about that time mm. in your lives because I'm just like, and I, I mean, we've done this literally every summer of kind of episode where you guys, where I'm like, what was that like? Because I really don't. Get Everybody sick of wants it. to hear people who went to NYU relive <laughs> those days. <laughs> That is especially other comedians. They love it. Really want to hear about kids that went to NYU and what it was like. Oh my god! They want to, they you do. know, sort of live vicariously in that experience. And also, talk about your musical sketch group that you were all in. Oh my god! You a know what I remember time. today? And I told someone, "Oh no, we were really kicked out of a musical theater improv group." You and I, that's right. We, we were. really were. And that's, bitch. that's funny. Fuck. That's funny. I Those think that's fuckers. hilarious. I, I would ra- No, I'm so much I, we, happier. I, you were great at it. I was no Bowen. Horrible. They kicked us both out because we both, I guess, lacked what it was the technique of musical improv, which is it, it is a technique. Yeah, but girl, we were give, we were carrying down. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Happy Karaoke Fun Time, which, by the way, that was its name. I don't let's think not drag. I did. Yeah, she didn't come. Let's not drag this <laughs> wonderful, you know, shared effort in the in that group. You're right. It was incredible. W- wonderful people. Yeah. Let's talk about the fact that I wasn't accepted <laughs> into Danger Box. Yeah. Your improv group. Let's so talk, actually, no, kind of you, kind of happy karaoke fun timed me. You did. I- I didn't. I, no, I did not invite. No, what happened for Happy Karaoke Fun Time? I can't believe we're talking about this. What happened with <laughs> Happy Karaoke Fun Time was that Matt and I were asked, were invited to join. Explain and then, the premise of the musical theater. So, so musical improv. It's what improv. it sounds like. You know, sometimes typically you have a pianist or a musician uh, on the side of the stage, kind of like playing like a random chord progression, and then people in the scene will have but to. But this show was different. How? This show was. So, so, so yeah, at any random chord progression, and then typically musicians will, uh, the improvisers will improvise the melody, the verse, the the chorus, whatever. Uh, for this, it was just like karaoke tracks to to already established song, like mm-hmm. oh. pop songs. So you were doing like parodies, and so and then you had to like memorize. You were doing parodies. You had to, you, classically that, my favorite form of comedy. <laughs> the the highest take the form song and make, and make it the words different. 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 Make it funny. And I gotta tell you, when I watched it SNL, I was like, fucking parodies. Like the parodies <laughs> I have to my name. The like, parodies. And you puns. just get to that point when you're at SNL where you're just like you start and you're being like, I hate puns. Like the only observation behind like word humor, word play is that like words sound like other words, and I'm like an observation, and then like. Cut to you being like, what rhymes <laughs> with, what rhymes with what rhymes Trump? With- <laughs> <laughs> pump! Girl, pump. Girl, pump. It's actually Rule of Culture number 33. Pump, pump rhymes, rhymes with, with Trump. Trump. Now, this, so on a technical level, well, I don't think you've done that many parodies. Is Murder Durder is a parody. No, I'm saying no, song, song parody. Oh, song parody. No, you really haven't. Those are always original songs you guys write. I feel like the show overall doesn't even do them. Can I say one thing? I think there's something too, like, when so so sort of what we were really doing was like Mimi musical theater improv. It was so it was well it was that um we had to learn the the like the, let it go. We would have like five songs. It in was ro- let do you it remember go. what it was? It was like five songs would be in rotation, and we would and have to would learn know. them. Like I didn't know, like let's say I didn't know like Sweet Child of Mine. Like right. Like I would be like I guess I got to learn like the, the melody. melody. Like. And that was like a, an element that made it even more difficult than it was traditional. Hard. It was hard. And okay. so then, so what happened was we were summarily asked to leave after two rehearsals in one show, and that was it. Yeah. Because I think. Do you want me to give you a it. word? Yeah. 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 
Okay, ask ask for it. Okay, um, okay, so uh, we are uh, we are two younger, two younger, and we need we need uh, all we need is a word. No, do you remember when we did do improv as Grey's Anatomy drag? <laughs> wait, <laughs> but, wait, no. but before we when we do this scene, oh Bowen and I have no. to confess to something. We this one was, time this did was a, well. I asked you, I was booked for Josh and Aaron's show, uh, a gay show for all people yes. at the duplex. I was scared out of my mind. I did not prepare anything for the show. I asked you the day before, Matt, you have to help me out. And I was in a creative loop. I like did not know what to do mm. with myself. And I was just like, Matt, let's just, I, I, I'm going to, let's go to the Story Pirates closet, get some lab coats and some wigs, and let's just do Grey's Anatomy drag. Yeah. I, I remember that. And then I, it was it, we yeah. bombed so hard. It was really awful. Like it was like because this it was going to be Bowen and I were coming out as I think Meredith and Christina. Meredith and Christina, but I looked more like Izzy. Is the thing. <laughs> so like the thing is, we were said we're Meredith and Christina, You're but I was pretty. so clearly Izzy. So, so already the bit was like could have been a model. Yeah, so that's gorgeous. really what happened. The yeah. wig was so blonde. So already the bit was Sometimes weird. Sometimes people you know don't want to laugh at people because people were like, "That's because you're too hot." Like they're not like, going to yeah. laugh. At I was like you. too like. Catherine Heigl. <laughs> and so I was obviously crying out too. I, like, I was an incredible crier, like doing, yeah. carrying down. I cut Danny Duquette's all that. Why I write that. I did. I did. I didn't know what help meant. Help Matt. <laughs> um, so then I thought I was a surgeon, but I can't. Uh, I, I thought I was a surgeon, surgeon but I'm not. So I quit. Izzy. Izzy. <laughs> well, I guess that puts an then end to the, the evening. evening. Meredith. Meredith. Pompeo face. I what an incredible finale! It's a it's a front runner for a lot of awards. <laughs> it really is, Bo. And actually, I think that we have to talk about potentially chasing cars. The song getting the one division mm -hmm. award for television. Absolutely. Oh my god! It's I, a serious front runner. Great campaigning for that category has been. Uh, I love Lucy in the um in the grape stomping. Yes. You know, that's yes, a good one. Really good one. Anyway, so anyway sorry, we we're, we're veering bombed. off topic. We, yes, we, we fully bombed. bombed. We bombed Grey's Anatomy, Drag Improv. We bombed at Happy Karaoke Fun Time. But can we get a suggestion for a word? Yeah, yeah. We're, from our storied improv career, let's oh, do God, it. I can't believe this. Shonda. Okay. Okay. Shonda's got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of year of yes How to get away with murder And Bridgerton anal sex Did Was there? <laughs> Go. <laughs> she wrote a book about saying yes Because she said yes many times That's how she got a busy schedule Never sees her family that was as funny as it ever could have yeah. been. Yeah, it couldn't. And then literally, I'm, I'm saying but the shows themselves. That was that was that was the that was the low ceiling on the comedy. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys write that? Because it feels written. It feels like you guys wrote it. You, like, wait, I like feel the like joke did we just fucking slay? We just yeah. I feel like it was so good that I thought you guys wrote it, and I actually think that this was so good that it was written, and SNL is so good that they have to be improvising. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's clearly what it is. I'm always like wondering, how do they get so funny? It must be just because they get a lot of funny people together to just sort of mess around. Aren't you, aren't you guys just like messing around? <laughs> is, um, this, is, it, is your work just like, yeah, it's messing around? Do that need, is do, it. Wait, we have that to say, we were at dinner the other night and the waiter pitched us a, oh, to no. pitch us a sketch. No, I'm no. sorry, but we have to say it. And it was, it, don't, don't pitch a sketch. You guys, come on, don't pitch a sketch. It was, it was, it was hard. And I think he learned a valuable lesson that night. <laughs> Um, I don't think should, he did. Should we just? <laughs> I think he might have because the embarrassment was 
so palpable. Yeah. I felt terrible, but no. I also didn't feel bad for setting that boundary because I will say you that this to. was this was like a young man that I a young confident man <laughs> that I wanted to teach like I wanted to teach like a mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like I to really care for him. I really wanted to like explain to him like I totally know where you're coming from. Me too. And <laughs> this is the way to do it and I'm going to tell you the way to do it, but it wasn't like appropriate no and then at the end i i panicked and he said can i pitch you guys a sketch and i went like this please Please don't don't. (laughs) and we did all laugh because it was it was funny and i honestly i was shook because when he asked the question i was like oh my god i'm assessing myself right now in the situation and i i know i'm gonna like be like yeah and you being like please don't and it being a funny moment i thought was the perfect way to handle that because we didn't have to hear it and we tipped him big. I told him, I told him, please don't let us tip you yeah, first. Yes, yes, yes. Let was, us tip you first. And yeah. then, you know, we'll all have a good night or something like that. And then I told him later that, you know, oh, you can't tell us. Because even if it's good, we can't use it because we'll get sued. Yeah, you'll Which sue us. True. Which is so yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but true. I did, you know, it's just a lose-lose. Like, there's no good way to get it. And I totally get it because I was young and I saw Nora Ephron eating in a pan quotidian, and I thought, like, this is my moment. She's yeah. going to see me writing in a notebook and be like, hey, what are you writing down? I'm engaging. You know, like, hey, I want to know what sh- she. What's this girl about? And she's writing. Huh. She's wearing Uggs that her mom got to Target, and they're not Uggs. They're oh Koopa Cabras mm, or I'm whatever. Talk to this writer. You know, and I thought, <laughs> I really thought that. Now, I wasn't like, a young man, and so I didn't walk up to her in that moment. And yeah, be, be like, like, "Hey, I want to." I'm a writer yeah. too. <laughs> but there is just something. I was talking about this with Julio last night. Like he was talking about how he, like his first year moving to New York, volunteered at the Tribeca Film Festival to to watch films because he was like, and then he thought because he genuinely thought at the time, "If I do a good job, maybe they'll ask me to." Submit a movie. Yeah, the Cinderella you know? story. Yes, of course. And, and then, and then I was like, "This is for me." Like high school, middle school, I'm going to go into Hollister and fold up some of the clothes that are like unfolded and maybe yes. they'll ask me to work, work there. there. Like, totally. That- totally. <laughs> Where does that come from? I don't know. Somebody, there's has to be something in like media or something like our parents told us that was like that happens or are you just like a fucking young idiot? I don't know. I think he was just, this guy was just young the, the other night. I think he was yeah. also like, you know, he, maybe, maybe like he, I think he genuinely thought he had a funny sketch on his hands and that maybe he probably did. He probably yeah. did. And you know what? Maybe it was, this is the crazy part is that had Nora Ephron come up to you, she would have discovered that you were one of the most talented writers one of that, the most that talented it's in the writers. world. And so maybe what we fucked up about flops, we fucked up flops, about. is that we, we about. were talking to the next Lauren. Damn. Well, this is what I think is like the fantasy. I've thought about this a lot because not to be a bitch, but I've been in Well, this some... is summer of cunt. I know. Well, oh, don't be a bitch, cunt. be a cunt. I'm going to get cunt. We're not saying not to be when it's summer of cunt. No, 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 right. <laughs> That's the thing. Exactly. Charizard. Well, okay. Famous so I've had a lot of experiences where you walk into a room full of, very lucky to have these experiences, that you walk into a room full of like your heroes. Yes. Like oh my God. the ultimate. We're so and, lucky. And yeah. there is this fantasy that I have and I think a lot of people have where it's like when you are to meet like one time I was walked into a room and it was Martin Short Mm. 
and Catherine O'Hara. Wow. And then who is, God, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. She's also a Second City Canada person. Andrea Martin. Not Andrea Martin. No, Andrea Martin. Yeah. Andrea Martin. Andrea. God, I'm so annoyed. I forgot her name. Anyway, so I wa- I, 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 I was working on Maya Marty and I had to give like Marty a new script or something like that. And I was like, somebody told me like, he's in there with Catherine O'Hara and Andrea Martin. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, can I go in? And they were like, yeah, I'll go in, just whatever. So I like go in to like put my little script, completely interrupt their conversation, but also like whatever, it's my job. You were working, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, um, Marty. And I tell my little thing. And then I just like stand there with like a big smile. And then I'm like, you walk out the door. And and the thing is, is that that's what it is. That's actually every single interaction like that. Wait, when, what do you mean? Like at the end, like you, you stood there. I stood there for a beat. I smiled. And then you left. And then I left. And in your, in my brain, I always have the fantasy of like, oh, if I were to be at like the ultimate dinner table of like everybody I've ever looked up to. And this is the fantasy is that you sit down and they all go, oh, Sudi, have you met Sudi? Yeah. Catherine O'Hara, this is Sudi. Yeah. And she, I love her and she's brilliant <laughs> and she's the funniest person I've ever met. And Work actually, with her now. And actually, she's the next you. Yeah. <laughs> and you should love her like she's your daughter. Uh. And um, Sudi, would you like to eat and drink whatever we're eating and drinking? And would you like to tell a story and we'll all laugh and listen? <laughs> But guess what it actually is? Uh, you you walk in, you give them the piece of paper, you, you smile, and you, you leave. leave. I love that. But and and if they and if they say cute pants, then you take that home and you never forget. Yeah, <laughs> right. I think that this fantasy is still maybe like incoming for you, though. Perhaps. I have definitely had moments where, like, I've been like, pinch me, like, I can't believe, like, this person that I look up to Respect, is saying something yeah. nice to me. Mm-hmm. I've definitely had those pinch me moments. But the thing is, is when you're a room of, when you're in a, room, a room of greats, full of people, yeah, 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 babe, you don't register, and that's fine. Oh my god! And you god. know what you got to do? You got to find your own room full of greats. And um, bitch, uh, that's where I am right now. Oh. And I'm including Walter. Walter, I Walter, mean, I'm including King. you in your floral top. And where did you get it? A top. Where'd you get it? Banana, Banana Republic. Banana Republic. Uh, one of the great stores. One of the <laughs> sure, sure. Definitely in competition with us. We're Bonobos spokesmodels. I don't know if you've been on Fifth Avenue and Twentieth. <laughs> Check it out, Walter. Might like what you see, um, like I do right now. Um, anyway, <laughs> floating away from that to say, I think that for me, like that happens, and this is not to like plug, but the when Q Force is coming out, yes. and for me, like when we were sitting, when I, I before pandemic, when Sean Hayes would come in, now I like him sort of, you know, we're friends, we text whenever I like have him reach out to me, I'm like. This is this is a man Crazy. that like iconically wild, yeah. funny, yeah. yeah. Like when like it's just like. And talk about like being one of the very first like truly gay men on television playing a gay character. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. now that I have a relationship with him, that is that is a pinch me. I would say moment. that Sean Hayes is like low-key one of my great comedic influences because I was so obsessed with Will and Grace yeah. growing up. And it truly was like I remember watching like that Thursday night lineup. My dad would always watch Thursday night and like it was Friends into Will and Grace? Is that what the credits was like Friends into it was Musty Thursday. Will and Grace into Frasier or something like that. I think Friends was first because Will and Grace was definitely a step up in terms of it's going to be a little later it's in the later night. Later in the night. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. For bed. sure. I believe for it was sure. on at nine thirty, but I could be lying. But like 
Will and Grace was our favorite out of that lineup. And I have so many, so much of his timing is just like burned into my brain. Like yeah. there's this one part where um, like later in the season, Deborah Messing is with Harry Connick Jr. And he comes back from like Cambodia or something where he was mm -hmm. that he was like doing um, Doctors Without Borders. And he shows up with like this woman that he's been sharing like a tent with, like <laughs> this like hot woman, Gorgeous female other, doctor. Yeah. And the whole episode, Sean Hayes, aka Jack, goes, I would die. <laughs> I would die. I would die. Oh my God. Oh my God. True. Like, I would die. A radical show for its time. I know it's like we say that now and it's like, oh, haha. It was edgy. I mean, edgy. Yeah. Um, my my favorite Jack moment is um, he's wearing this apron, and then I think uh, Deborah Messing goes, and then it says, "Kiss the cook on it." She goes, "Kiss the cook," and then he goes, he looks down at it and goes, "Oh!" And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> the audience loses it. Oh, 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 oh! <laughs> and then the audience is going crazy for like twenty seconds. Truly, like. I mean, I do love that. I miss that. Not to be like, we need to go back to before, but like <laughs> what I liked for WandaVision was it reminded me of the live performance aspect of the sitcoms. Yes. Like mm -hmm. the way Catherine Hara killed those first, yeah. ep that first episode, the way she was like her choreo in her comedy, mm -hmm. like traveling and the Catherine Han. Oh, yeah, yeah. Catherine yeah. Han. What did I say? Catherine Hara. And I was like, who's this no, no, new no. girl? Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> Catherine O'Han. Catherine O'Han. Um, sorry, I didn't, that wasn't me. I'm sorry. No, Keep but I, well, honey, when you need to be corrected, you should be. It's actually roller culture number four. When, when you, you need, need to be, be corrected, corrected, you should, should be. <laughs> my like, mother. Hello. My mother. Yeah, Honestly, Netta Green. Netta Green. <laughs> That's actually, you know, when that, you that would be, be part of your housewives conflict. Like your mom is like, you know, that mom. Like well, my, the thing about my mom is that she's very corrective, but she's kind of always right. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. When you really need to be corrected, you, you should, should be. But yeah. like what I was saying was like the Catherine Hot of it all, like that's a type of performance now that, you know, you never get to audition for totally, that type of stuff. Like, totally. like honestly, like thank God that like we got that role paired with that person in that type of acting environment because he was so incredible at it. He's an unbelievable physical comedian. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. 100%. Absolutely. Like, crazy. Sean, 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 Sean. And I, Gotta come on. Can I say, <gasps> can I? Yeah. Yes, he must, he must. I talked to him about it. Oh my God, that'd be great. Yeah. Because I, I was just going to bring up, this is my like ethnic analog <laughs> almost, but not really. The first time I met BB, the first time I yep. worked with BD on the pilot for Nora, I was fully a fan. Mm -hmm. and was mm -hmm. just like, can we take a picture together? Yeah. yeah. And he kind of was just like, sure. Like at that time. He no, was he like, wasn't. He was like, probably so psychic. He, he was just you. like, no, I think he would cop to this. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a very like he's a very sedate. Guy. He's very yeah, sedate, yeah, 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 and he was yeah. just like and at that at that time. I was just like some like to him. I was just like some some dude. Yeah, like I like I hadn't I hadn't gotten hired at SNL yet, and I think he just like didn't. And now he's just like maybe he like sends me like every kind of cheerleading mm -hmm. message every week. You were his you also, waiter in the restaurant pitching a sketch. It, he did yeah. not know who you were. And well, we, did, like, we didn't know who that young girl was. If this waiter asked for a picture, I've been like, sure, even though that's unprofessional. Right. I've been, At like, the restaurant, yeah. I've been like, yeah, sure. Sketch pitching was, you know, that wasn't. I don't want to talk about him too much. No, no, no we, we're I done. feel bad. I feel bad. No, we're no, no, don't done. feel bad. No, no. We're, we're done we're talking done. about her. We're talking about the impact of Will and Grace on television and how we watched television and Sean Hayes' abilities as a physical comedian. And now we've sort of expressed that sentiment. Thank you. Thank you. How and BD Wong basically didn't know he was speaking to Jesus. 
at the time. Yes, yes, yes. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming, too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow... So could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment are you scared of missing out on once in a lifetime experiences from can't miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celebs favorite restaurant. Staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Should we do the the thing? Do the thing. Check in Mm. about everyone's summer of cunt. Mm. You know, there was a glimmer of us. I feel like there was the glimmer of real potential of summer of cunt there for a hot second. That's what we're all going through. I know. God. Okay, should I go first? Go first. Go. Okay, well... What's going on with me? I'm famously moving to LA. 
Wow. Yeah. So this is this is a rebirth moment. It, it's yeah. huge. Sudi has sort of shed the skin of SNL. The cocoon of SNL has been sort of cast off. Thank you, Cocoon. Thank, Thank you, you Chrysalis. Thank, Thank you, Chrysalis. Thank you, Chrysalis, Cocoon. Yeah, I guess Chrysalis, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sister. Yeah, absolutely. Literally, sister I know, it's life. so crazy. I after. don't work there anymore. Yeah. But I do feel like spiritually, I always will. Like, it's very fucked up. It is so, in many ways, who I am. The fact that I worked there. Yeah. Like, it just was my entire life really mm-hmm. and like um it's also like a huge part of my identity in a weird in a weird way where it's like i you know know you take the good with the bad i think and like plenty of both yeah and now i'm in a place where i'm like i'm glad i don't work there anymore but i do miss it and know that i will miss it like yeah. i'm like scared of like the first at back. I, was I don't say, know if I'll watch, but I want to watch, but I don't know if I will. You just, just, just make the call like on the day. And then I'm like, ah. Yeah, it's. I, I think that you'll find your boundary with it yeah. once you see how you feel watching it. And also it might be different every week. I know. I have talked to people who are like, I don't watch the episodes, but I watch clips, clips that like I hear about. But it's also like, I don't know. I want to see what people are doing, but it's so loaded. It's incredibly loaded. I want to see my friends be funny. This is the thing. It's like anybody who um, works in, let's say, uh, who was I talking to recently? I mean, but it's it's, it's anybody like, um, let's just generalize within our own like world. Like it's like anybody who works in TV goes home and they want to not watch, watch production and so yeah. they watch Housewives. It's yeah. that thing. Yeah. And so for you, maybe it's like you probably will just be so you'll have this incredibly immense top layer of like mm-hmm. awareness of like what went into what you're looking yeah. at at any given moment mm-hmm. and that just feels like not pleasant. I think what I'll miss is the feeling of in the moment knowing that you can do it. Like yeah. That that took me a while to get there, but I do feel like in my last like three years, I would have moments where I was running around and really busy, but knowing that I could handle what was happening. And that really felt like a superpower in a way. Yeah. It felt like like one time <laughs> I love Ego for this. I think this was like one of like the first I think this was her first year where I was like we didn't really know each other that well yet, but then I was like, I love this bitch because she was like, you know, it's her first year. She's not in the show like a ton. You know what I mean? She, was and so, first, she only knew Casman like so. Just she, she, she felt a crushing sense of loneliness. I won't speak on her behalf, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's like what her experience was. I'm so sorry. I keep going. Well, everybody's first year is a crushing. Not to not to no for just sure, for diminish, sure. but I'm just like everybody's first year is that is how you could describe everybody's first. Yes, year. yes, yes. Um, no, but this is this is like. She had a light show uh-huh. and she had gone to a store <laughs> and she had come in, which is like totally fine to do. It was Aritzia? like, you have a huge blog. No, I don't want to say the store. Okay. I don't want to say the store. I, I, that's not, that's not the store. I just, I just said a name. Um, and she had come in holding shopping bags. And she was like, 
saw me like knocking on a door. I think I was like talking. I forget who I was talking. Maybe it was Sadekas, and she was like, "Hi!" And I was like, "Hi!" And then I like go to knock the door. She goes, "Okay, she's working. Okay, she's she's a woman at work." <laughs> and I like felt like so seen because. That is how I felt. I felt like a little bit like, okay, I'm like being a boss right now. Mm. And then she saw me and I was like, oh, like she's like recognizing this in this moment. And like it meant a lot to be seen by another woman in mm. that moment when you're about to knock on the door and you're holding your papers and like, you know, you're about to, this is a, a lot of this summer of kind of, I wanted to talk about going into rooms and handing out papers <laughs> because I think that's something that we haven't really gone to. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I just felt like really seen by her in that moment. Um, I love it. I mean, she is like literally is stunning, stunning inside and out. God. What a star. Godlike. Can I say something? The reason I don't know if this feels too obvious or if it doesn't even, if it, if it goes without saying, but the reason I think your identity might feel wrapped up in that job is that is because you were so good at it. Oh, thank you. And I feel like we were saying earlier, you can generalize what's universal about working there is that in your first year you feel a crushing when you mm -hmm. arrive, you feel this crushing sense of loneliness. Yeah. Everyone's reasons for leaving are so, so, so specific. And there mm -hmm. is no universal thing mm -hmm. that like thematically ties them all together. And so for you to leave and for you to feel this way even after you've like even as even as you're about to embark on this new chapter in your life, mm -hmm. you are leaving in this way that is like bizarre because you're like, you could still do, you could do that job forever. You yeah, could, you that's could've, what's scary about it. You could have been a lifer and I'm actually so glad you, and this is not to like disparage anybody who's no, done that or, or I just think for you, that is not. Well, I want it to be. I wanted to be. I wanted to be Paula Pell. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be. And I think that I really, you know, had people respected me at that show and eventually, and I feel like I really earned respect, but I kind of realized at a certain point that I was like never going to be like beloved by certain people. I was never going <sighs> to be uh, anybody's little darling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. And... I was always going to be a worker and honestly that um, energy, not that I need to be like praised or coddled or anything, but just feeling like I wasn't, I was never going to be um, cared for, not cared for, respected maybe, but not cared for. Oh. And many people at the show are very cared for yes. and being in that position it just made me feel like I am not getting out of what I'm putting. I don't, I'm not getting out what I'm putting in. Yeah. Yeah. And what I was getting out was incredible things. Getting to make stupid shit with my friends <laughs> that cost a lot of money to make <laughs> and they let me make it. Like that was like the, the end all be all. It was too hard. Yeah. yeah. It just gets too it hard. It doesn't have to be. And I think that's what I'm excited about for you most of all is the work-life balance is going to yeah. rock your world. Oh my I God. Know. Like, I know. I already feel it. We literally, like, when Sudi came to LA, like, uh, it was kind of funny. I, I did predict that she would find a place very quickly. And? Day one, yeah. you, you went out and saw, like, five places. I went to, it's like a little tiny little house. It's so cute. It's an apartment, but it's like, it feels homish. 
It's like and, a half a duplex. Yeah, it's really, oh, really wow. cute. And like, just like being in there and like walking around and like planning where things were going to go. I was just like, you know, this so is a new exciting. beginning. And, and that's the thing is it's just like, you, we all as people, and I think this can apply to anyone in any career, you can stay at a job and love it, but you need to be able to create new beginnings for mm -hmm. yourself at your place of work. You need to be able to, in any environment, make make it exciting for you and challenging for you yeah. and also grow into a place where you're and comfortable also, there. Like, change or die. I don't know. Change like, or die. I just kinda, I've always had these moments in my life where I feel like it's time to leave. Move on. Like I yeah. have this image of like, you know, you're standing on this precipice and it's time to jump, jump and fly. Yeah. And you might eat shit, but like, that's okay too because I've eaten plenty of shit and I have had the, and it kind of does end up happening like I think every like about like six years. Isn't that isn't, isn't that like what like scientifically it is too like every seven years that that's like a new cycle mm. of like expertise or of like yeah like you just kind of like you hit a wall. Yeah. Dorinda says six years. Dorinda. Dorinda Medley. And she's a scientist. Yes, in a recent interview, she literally said, for some reason, every six years, I, I do have, there's a change. It's a really good There's yeah. a change. That's and a good Dorinda. You know, maybe I'll go back, maybe I won't. It's really not up to me, but I'm happy. Yeah, that's what I'm you're, happy. you're such Your impressions mode. are really in the pocket when so. it comes to housewives. Yeah. Because it's, it's there. I am Zen Wen. I am Zen Wen. <laughs> I am Zen Wen. You are not going to tell me. You are dismissed. Not, you are dismissed. TikTok, Mia. Um, <laughs> I have time today. I do have to say I'm one of the most excited people in the world to watch Potomac tonight. Yeah. Because we're all going to watch Potomac tonight and let's celebrate that. Let's celebrate that. Can we say hello? And the White Lotus. How lucky we are. And the White Lotus. Okay. Oh, the finale. It's the, the finale I'll watch, tonight. I've, I will watch the premiere. I'll watch the finale. Honestly, I don't think. It, I, I feel like your energy around that has been like, you're not really wanting to watch it. So you can watch the finale. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh no. Oh, oh, I'm I'm fine with it. I'll you find out who's in the damn the, box. No, I'm like, it's I, too good, Bowen. I won't it allow it. So good. You gotta watch it from the beginning. I'll, whenever you want, on your own time. Watch no the, rush. I've watched the premiere. I'll watch the boat episode, which I heard was fully improvised. I love that. It's a Jennifer yeah, Coolidge moment. Awesome. You gotta watch the whole thing. Okay, okay. Whenever you have a chance. Um, <laughs> I I still haven't watched WandaVision yet. Oh my god! I watched the first episode like three months ago. Well, we have an award dedicated to it. You won't be it. winning it. I'm not keeping up with everything you two are doing every second of the day. Okay? I love that you were like, "Well, we have an award about it." Like what? I'm you didn't I, listen to the hundred nominees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I double you're, you're, tap categories. I barely comment because you know I love you. And and I don't need to know every detail. Hold on. You don't need to listen because you're so present in the episode. I wasn't. I, you're so <laughs> present in the episodes. Often. But I, my sister always tells me she's like, yeah, they were talking about you. <laughs> and I know then that's I go, nice. Like, I yeah. love. No, um, I love it. I love attention. Yeah, love attention. Wait, should we go back to six years? Like the like oh, feeling okay, the six okay. years, or should we do housewives? We've got a lot of branching. Well, I, okay. I just I, I do want to ask you. Done. So six years, uh -huh. SNL's done. Yes. What are you doing now? Um, I'm in the I love this for you room. Get a hold of that, readers. Um, it's so fabulous. Um, I love this for you, the show that Matt Rogers is going to be a series damn regular on. Wow. Vanessa Bear created. Vanessa Bear, Jeremy, Jeremy Byler created. created. Say their name. Vanessa Bear, Jeremy Byler. That's actually a great duo. Such a good duo. Bayer Byler. It's actually a very full circle moment. First of all, because I'm writing for my baby, which is very important. And also, Vanessa 
and Jeremy were kind to me in my first year of SNL, my crushing loneliness. I remember were, when you said that. Were yeah. kind to me in a way that they did not have to be mm. and literally saved my oh. experience there. There was like such a dark moment my first year at SNL <sighs> where I forget what had happened. I had like done another sketch that I thought was good and then it didn't go and I just felt like I was giving my best and I like wasn't getting anything on. And I was so distracted and depressed walking to work that I walked into the street by my house and a car almost hit me <gasps> because I wasn't paying attention. Uh. And I was walking in the subway and then I thought, this is how it happens. Like, this is how like things like this happen. Like you're distracted. You're like so sad. And like, then like you just get fucking hit by a car. And then I remember it was like, oh, I was going into a writer's night. Mm. And then that day, Vanessa texted me and was like, hey, we're talking about this thing. Would you come in and like pitch on it or whatever? Mm. And I remember sitting in her little office, which was then my office, mm -hmm. and sitting on her couch and being like, oh my God, I'm in Vanessa Bayer's couch and like pitching on like some commercial. I think it was like this lint chocolate truffle thing that they like put to the table a couple of times. That was so funny. And it was like just Vanessa being like Lindor chocolatier. And she like falls in love with this lint chocolatier. It was very funny. <laughs> and and then and they, they would just so kindly reach out to me because like they knew, I don't know, you know, they just wanted me in the room to pitch and I just couldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. And so the fact that their show Full is- what I'm working on right out of SNL with 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 the with, sister here with Miss Rogers. It's just too good. It's, I you, remember it's such perfect, perfect one time. Sudi, I I was texting her a lot, like when she was first got the job, just to check in on her. And I remember, like, at some point in the middle of the year, like you said that Vanessa told you, like, I just want you to know that you can talk to me about stuff. Yeah. And I just always remembered that. Like, I always remembered that Vanessa said that to her. Yeah, she was the first cast member that ever said, like. And you know, I get that it's hard here sometimes, and you can talk to me about that stuff. What a which is so she reason. did that. She did, she did that. I, remember, I never forgot. And she that. didn't have to do that. And, and you, 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 you would still cite Jeremy as like you were like I, you've always talked to me about. He like taught me so much. Like, yeah, you worked together a lot. You guys were on Maya Marty together too. Yeah. Like you brought up Jeremy a lot in my first year working there as a writer, where you were like, you'll get it, and like you know, you just like you'll learn from the people who work here. Like my first year was Jeremy Byler, like showing me the ropes, and I was like. Oh, that's so, that's so generous. You know? I mean, it wasn't even, even like showing you the road. It, it's so, the way that that show works. And I think this is actually a way that a lot of things work, which is like people, when you're like on a job, people don't sit you down and show you things. Mm -hmm. And if they do, it's maybe for like a day for like an hour. Right, right. Like really the best thing is to be a sponge. And I just feel like I was watching Jeremy being like, this is too long. We want to land on this. Let's cut this. Well, we're at the bottom of page two. Like, da 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 And then maybe be like, logging all of this shit. God, what a man. You know, it's I just remember like, it's so, it's it makes such a positive impact when someone's new someplace to reach out to them and just be like, just offer kindness. Like I remember, this is like, I, it's, I weirdly think they are comparable. Like when I would start at a new restaurant, mm -hmm. I would never feel so anxious mm. at, than yeah. I did on those days. Like when you walk into a new restaurant and like you don't know where anything is and yeah. like someone's training you. Need to you, ask everything. I just remember like, and you, you want to be cool and and because also it's about like socially fitting in because that's a whole other part of it. Mm -hmm. Like where you go when you go to any new job. And I just remember like the people who trained me when I was working in places like and now in my professional life as well. When people are nice, it means everything mm -hmm. and yeah. that's why like 
like we were saying, like we always say, like it, just be being like a positive um, person in the workplace. Be the light. Be the light. Be the light. Be honey. the light. Because be like the light. I, be the light. And even just be, not getting angry at someone they don't know where something is or how to do something. Yeah. Like because I get like environments can be stressful. Now but, I'm like, thinking about every time I didn't do what we were talking about. <laughs> Well, you know what you happens. You're not always held to that stand. I mean, like it's it's no. hard to always. It can be hard. Do, it can be so hard because everybody's also always going through their own shit. That's the other thing too, you know. which is why it like means so much when somebody is like, you know, going through a stressful time, and then they do take that time to like, yeah. But it's whatever. it's not realistic to um, uh, expect that everybody be the light always. That no. is also not. No. no, I'm just saying it's nice when that person of is course. there. Like, and also yeah. like when you can when you find yourself in a situation where. You can be that person, even if it's a little exhausting. Sometimes it's nice to yes. give that extra effort just because I genuinely feel those things get paid back. You know what I mean? Like I, I'll never I'll never have a bad thought about someone who like was kind to me when I was anxious. You know what sure. I mean? Like I'm I'm uh -huh. you're, we're good going forward. Yeah. That's why, you know, we see with Potomac, you know, <laughs> Wendy's not being warm to Mia. No. And that's you set a tone. Because Karen sort of did that with her. Is that what you're saying? I mean, we've, we've seen Wendy be hazed. We've seen and Wendy be hazed. And you see the hazing happening with Giselle and Robin as well. Mm. With Wendy. I mean, with, with, with Miss Mia. With Miss Mia. With and <laughs> they better not come for a Scala. Hold on. Before we before we talk about Potomac, I just want to also say... <laughs> Didn't mean to say... I was literally just... No, 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 no. I want, to, I, Potomac. I want to talk about Potomac, but I just want to say... <laughs> I there have been moments, and I, I've pointed this out to me to these people, to the to, to Sudi and Matt, but I just am so warmed, heartwarmed by by watching you two talk about this show and how excited you both are it's for it. It's gonna be Sudi. so good. I, I mean, just, like I when I when she said that she was gonna meet on it, I was like, oh my god! I, I, every so bone in my body was like, please make it, please, happen. please, 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 please. And that now that it's happening, I'm just like, I feel it's going to be such an amazing next step for you like i just think like that well, that I'm tone i love to for you be in a room like where i really feel like like everyone everybody too. is really good yeah. and then i'm like oh fuck like i actually have to really show up every day because that's like where the bar is mm -hmm. and and i that's like great that's a new that's, that's and that's a reset it's a reset all, on the six yeah. years all you can ask for and when i was leaving SNL and I was thinking about what I want and I was like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to work on my own stuff. But like, you know, what what about like, you know, rooms? Like, do I want to go like straight into a room or whatever? And I was kind of like veering towards like, let's not jump mm -hmm. right into a job. Mm -hmm. And then I thought if it's people that I know are amazing and I like and my friends and also like people that I know that I can learn from. Yeah. And that's why I told my wife, so I was like, I really want this job. Yeah, yeah. I really want this job. And then I feel really lucky to be there. And Jesse Klein oh, yeah. is show running. Oh. And I'm such a huge fan of hers. And if people haven't read her, her book, book is incredible. Her book is so good. It's so like one funny. of the best comedy memoirs I've ever read. Also, I feel like she gets very real and honest in it in a way that I feel like a lot of times those comedy memoirs, it's very surface level because yeah. they just like got the book deal. But it's like, she has this incredible essay about like being at the Emmys and for inside Amy Schumer and like, having to pump it's just like so <laughs> fucking incredible anyway I she's also genius. want to say like ultimately the lifestyle shift is going to be very important for you yeah and I love that and I also want to say and we have to say it when this happens she found her hair she found her <gasps> oh my god thank 
she found her hair and there's really no I mean there's no need to really to believe this maybe in six years no I I am going to have this hair I'm going to be like Lisa Rinna I'm going to have this hair when I'm 60 years old Mm -hmm. I'm never getting rid of it Mm -hmm. It, this is the hair that's the hair it is the hair, and I feel like I can say that because I'm talking about my hair. Yeah. And this shag, this Ella Emhoff thing that I'm doing, you know. Well, the, comp, the sh- a fair cop is Sandra O. Oh, I would say. I think a fair exactly. cop is Sandra O. Oh, and I think on certain days, depending on where it lays, it's a little Gen Z Ella Emhoff when I'm feeling young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, you <laughs> know, it's going it, to, I don't care if it goes out of style. I think I this have to do. This is a classic haircut that will not go out. I think I have to do curly bangs because I think I have a gigantic forehead and a huge head. Honestly, I have a huge you head. You do not. No, I really do, and I think that bangs are really a game changer. And so many hairdressers in my life told me that you can't have curly bangs. And then my hairdresser, who is a queen. Mm. Michelle at Headdress. Love Michelle as a hairdresser's okay, name. Okay, but it's don't amazing. go and get my exact haircut. Please no. get creative. Because I have, I have, I have to gas up Michelle because she is an artist and I want her to have all the clients and all the money. Mm-hmm. But also, I know some people who have gone and kind of gotten my haircut. So don't do that. But get a good haircut from Michelle because she can do a lot of things. Yeah. We love Michelle. And you can get my haircut, but make it your own, bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, do no, something. Don't even. No, yeah, also don't. Don't tell me you went to my hairdresser and show up with my exact hair. It's like, I, do that, but be at least hide it. Go on yeah. your own journey. Like, you you found that organically. That's so fucked up. Because well, just I because did find you it organically. It. Fucking Danny Rate told me about it because Jody, the SNL hair queen, told me to go. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Well, it was a team that's, effort. That's, that's but love. what's important is that you landed, like, yeah. And, and and you landed in a place where you found your hair. And if you got my haircut, you know who you are. Yeah. Oh my god. Now, <laughs> can I just yeah. really quickly um just I also want to add as an addendum, add as an addendum redundant. But uh the 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 beautiful thing to me is like in terms of this triangle, mm. like it's the first time in a while I would say that I've seen you two like connect over yeah. work. like Matt's listened to you and me Sudi talk about SNL fucking for years mm-hmm. and it's probably like he's probably like he's you've, 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 you've always listened you've always been there and supportive but I'm like I'm sure he's sick of hearing us talk about this you Sudi's listened to me and Matt talk about podcast shit for however however long too it's like this is the perfect way to like Complete like, the triangle. Well, we triangle. had we had many years of working very closely yeah. together. Right, but then so there was like there so was it, there was like a, a black box period. Like, totally. like you know, like. But I also and you know I think like honestly, if I was to be totally honest, like when you guys both start, it, the the blow was lessened with you, but I knew what to expect because the the when you did start working at that job and it is so demanding, I told myself like oh, but we'll still be able to like keep up this level of working together. Mm-mm. But that was just not a possibility. Mm-mm. So when, by the tragic. Time, it, well, it, and you know, in a way, it's definitely like, it's not tragic because ultimately what I ultimately told myself was, this is going to benefit everyone in the orbit creatively at did. some point. And you're willing to, when you are doing this career and like you really mean it and you really know you can do it, that's actually an investment in the future. And it's like, you have to invest in your community around you, which is why it's like been said a million times, but truly a rising tide does lift all ships. And 
I think if there's anything, there's a little thing in your head that has an insecurity. The little voice in the back of your head says, oh, well, you won't be able to keep up with that. Mm. But like, and and what's so nice about what you're saying about muting here is it's like, it is validating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the fact that we get to do this now and work on the same project is like very cool and validating and we're very fortunate. It is a dream and we are lucky as hell. And one of the three of us going to make a little show together and I'm going to just pitch something. Okay. okay? Happy karaoke. Fun time. (laughs) Well, just so you know, we are bad. On HBO Max. It's going to be the first bad show. It'll be the first bad show to be good. It'll be the first bad show to be good. And I I hope the budget is big. Oh, oh my god! A big budget. Have you big. guys watched Fuckboy Island? I've not. <laughs> no. With with Nikki with, with Nikki Glaser. She looks so funny on it. I have not watched a second of it, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's called Fuckboy Island, and that it feels like Thirty Rock. And I, but and it literally feels like a Thirty Rock <laughs> joke. So FYI, well, I just know that HBO Max is going in the direction of like where all reality is going, where they really like it to be arced. Like they love like narratives, and I'm like, that's so funny that like there's a television show called Fuckboy Island that I could invest in. I could invest in. What do you mean? Like the fact oh. that it's called Fuckboy Island, uh-huh. and it could be something I watch week to week. Where you're like, again, oh, you're just you're tracking stories. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh-huh. and you're tracking a story but on a show called all, Fuckboy but Island. Isn't that all dating shows? Yeah, but but not when it's abjectly as much as as, as like funny as like Fuckboy Island. Yeah, sure, like, that's sure. so that literally is a Thirty Rock joke. And it started with some of the Quibi shows when they were like, these sound like 30 Rock jokes. I'm like, Mama, look on television. It's Fuckboy Island. Like, everything's a 30 Rock joke exactly. at this point. We're exactly. leaning in. We're leaning in. We're leaning into 30 Rock being reality. I mean... President Trump. <laughs> Death to all of them. What rhymes with Trump? I'm blanking. Well, um, Pump, I think. I, no. I remember. Dump. Huge. I think that's Wait, it. Wait, there's you know something what? there. Rump, no. Like, he's got a big fat booty, like a rump. Oh my God, yeah, rump is good. <clears throat> hey, Trump. Nice rump. You big old dump. dump. I'm, I'm crying with laughter. You're crying laughing right now. Bowen's readers, Bowen is crying. La- Am I allowed to say readers? Yeah. Yes. That's what they are. Okay. Um, <laughs> Big things in the future. Matt, do you want to go next? Sure, I'll go next. Um, You know, I am in New York shooting the film Fire Island. Woo! And we are, um, it's, it's sort of funny, like very little of the time we've spent has felt like work like I think that your you your role is obviously larger than mine and like you have some like real work to do in the movie like there's like you know there's difficult material for you for me I have just been having the best time like I've just been kind of doing my little like thing like plan and then later on in this in the shoot schedule like I there's like some you, stuff. you have some demands but um but it's as, just been, as the Lydia as the Lydia I you know famously Lydia if you're if you're portraying Lydia you have some demands um, Absolutely, you have to be a dumb little slut. Dumb little slut. It's not that she's a slut. No, it's well, that I, uh, my cr- Lydia creates scandal yes. in the Bennett household. I'm really, and you know, I've actually been thinking a lot about, this is so funny, when, when we announced that it was happening, everyone was like, of course Matt is Lydia. What does that Matt mean? Matt is the only Lydia. And it started to feel like a drag no, for a no, second. No, no, I was no. like, okay, what are they saying exactly? When I read Pride and Prejudice, <clears throat> I was reading Jane Austen's words and reading Lydia's story and thinking, this is Matt Rogers. Is people? this true? No. No. People people <laughs> are like, like 
fucking Edwardian novel of like women working their way up the social But literally ladder. the response was like, of course you are Lydia. And I'm like, all right, perfect. Like, I love it. And I have been like examining it. And I do like, you know, you remember, I mean, like Jane Austen, you know, she, she is really, she she's a talented girl. Talented girl. Talented, talented writer. Girl. You know, um, but I really. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gorgeous girl. girl. Smart, funny. Gorgeous. So you know, what happened, what happened to her? To her? What happened to her? Did she get married? She had kids. I you know think what? she had kids. She, she, she moved. She got she moved and she got married and she had kids. And now I think I want to say that she's like farming. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's hard. Farming's hard. Well, she always wanted to farm. Yeah. Yeah. And she has help. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, well then, that's the thing. Then that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, she does, you don't do it alone. No, no one does. At no, that level. It takes a village. <clears throat> but oh. if you can pay for help, then it's fine. Like then Yeah, Jane the, Austen can pay for help. Yeah. Right. You know, real farmers? Right. And how much is she farming really? It's like, you know, like No, well, Jane well, we, Austen we, we is is, you know, picking up the the harvest and canning maybe a few peaches. Yeah, like like and you know, Paris Hilton isn't gram. making her fragrances. Her name's on it. Her name's on it. But yeah, exactly. Farming. Guess who's in the photos with the the beats and then the, and and the Jane, Jane Austen. Austen. Yeah, Jane. She's really there to sell it, move product, which is work. She which looks is work. great though. Beautiful. She looks really beautiful, good. Beautiful, beautiful. She got beautiful. she got all Thera. Yeah. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. Okay. So anyway, just like really enjoying getting to know the cast and like it's a really fun group of people. And um, it's funny that you said like the um, being in proximity to heroes thing before because Margaret Cho is fully in the movie and like I, it's such a like to wild go, thing. For the because, journey to go from we were too afraid to ask her the question. I know. To now she's like. Now she's like a colleague. She's a colleague and she's telling us great stories. What do you mean it's you were she, too afraid to ask her well, the Well famously she was the only person that we did not ask the question of what was oh, the culture that made you say culture was for you because we were so. I don't think, and it's not she like this anymore. She was one of the first big names that you yeah. guys got. That was when we were really a baby podcast and we traveled up to go interview her. And I remember it was one of the most nerve wracking. Yeah, I've never seen you more nervous. Yeah, I was, she was, I mean, I, I'm comfortable saying this even though it's like not necessarily hashtag cool, but she was my comedic hero. Yeah. I mean, that is she, cool. she taught me, I know, yeah, I, I actually told her this when she was on the podcast. Um, and I think she received it. Now I'm kind of just like, hey, girl, but um, um, which is, you know, its own type of mind fuck. But I when I listened to her stand up albums when I was in middle school, she taught me what my sense of humor was. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like in a way it was like revealed to me. I was like, oh, that's what I think is funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to hear more of. Mm -hmm. Like this type of queer comedy I had never heard before. I didn't get the references. Like mm -hmm. right. she, one of my favorite joke runs ever was Cece Blooms. Cece Blooms. I mean, like I, she, when she went into how there was a bar named after Bette Midler's character in Beaches. Beaches in San Francisco and how she said it was, that was, was the, the gayest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. And just the audience <laughs> dying and how you could feel her as a performer, even just listening to it. It was just Chewing so brilliant. on each word. Oh, so and funny. I to, truly, when I was at that age, I mean, this was when I was realizing who I was in terms of, I mean, in many ways, the culture that made me say culture was for me in, in a way. Um, but now it's like we're doing a movie with her and like I, we get to talk to her and like work with her. And like, you know, there was a scene, we did this dinner scene the other night and she was doing something. And but right before they called action, she like looked over, shook me in the eyes like she was mid telling me the story, like in the setup before the shot. And I was like, I'm looking at Margaret doing a movie. <gasps> that's a part of what the summer is and I also all summer like I mean y'all heard You've us in an honest York. conversation I've been in New York a lot and I'm just trying to have fun and 
you know, like really enjoy everything because I think after like who knows what's going on with um, you know, the not to bring it up, but variant and everything, but we've had like a really nice moment where we have all been able to have like some semblance of a social life in a summer and getting to do all these fun things. So it's been really nice and I'm trying to enjoy whatever, you know, is left of it. And I'm also so happy because we really have been able to see so much more of each other. Yeah. And I really like I to being able to see you all the time and like us be able to be there for each other like when we're laughing and also need someone to talk to it's really special and you know I really think we're so lucky to have that and so like we really when, are when, and then Sudi with you moving to Los Angeles like I know that we're gonna spend so much more time that together than we've have in such a long time and truly like, why I'm moving I mean it is <laughs> and it isn't I mean like it is though I, I was thinking about this the other day when I am with the two of you I feel like the most like myself than I ever am. Like, it feels like family. It feels also like I'm not thinking about a damn thing. Mm-hmm. So you like, can like pack and watch Potomac and be with us. That's the vibe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're doing tonight. I'm going to be putting Lucky. coats in suitcases. And seeing what the hell Wendy has to say to Giselle at the same time. Zenwen. We're ignoring Ascala. I we're erasing Ascala. Oh my god, I, I love Ascala. My African sister, who, who sort of has your hair. <laughs> your African sister. Does she go to your bar? Your, your Michelle. I'm sure that Ascala and I go to the same hairdresser. Yeah, Ascala is pulling some looks that are reminiscent of Taylor Swift Red Era 2012. I'm like, I am go for it. Obsessed with Ascala. Uh, we are. We've talked about Ascala like more than probably we have Ashley. And Ash- Ashley's a main cast member and is going through a lot. She had a child. And we're talking about Escala more because Escala has the it factor. <laughs> and when we when we get yeah. to the point where all of a sudden we cut to a confessional and it's Escala, I'm going to I'm going to scream scream at the top yeah, of my lungs she for joy. It. And it's going to be a meme. Like it's going to be like it's just going to be the first. And I I know I, I, if her stylist isn't an idiot, they need to give her a huge Christina Aguilera and Moulin Rouge wig. Yeah, and yeah. it needs to be like truly a moment because what we have with Ascala is potential and I want to see it played out. Ascala is a star and she has personality. She's a star. Our apologies do? So does anyone want to apologize for anything? Our Our apologies apologies do? do? Again, I feel she's not thinking in that moment. Right, exactly. She's not noticing the camera. It's like as if she's me with you two. It's like the same. It's that is just so. I think that's that's the power. That's why she's so impactful to me. Is because it's like, oh, she she's being very real, literally. Star person. I can honestly see her as like a Kyle, like somebody. <laughs> now it's going too far. No, no, I'm, no, I'm with it. I'm with I it. I can see her being like. We are seeing. She's the storyteller. She's the one explaining the narrative to us. She's like the she's grounded. She's the way. She's in. grounded. She's very. No, grounded. I mean, I, I, I think that if she had started at the beginning right now, she would be center couch. Scala. Because I think that Kyle is our way in. She's she's Absolutely telling the protagonist. me exactly, and like she is. She knows how far at this point she hasn't always known, but Kyle knows how far to go. If you watch from season one, Kyle is the protagonist of Beverly Hills, and actually everything that happens on the show, it, Kyle is the protagonist. It's built like, around her. When Erica is breaking down uh, and her mascara is running, we're with Kyle. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Kyle is the protagonist. Like Erica is Kyle's friend in the show now. But it's, they find a way to build now, that around. Now I cannot watch the show though without thinking about 
Heidi and Cecily's bit that they, you talked about on the power where they sit down and Lisa's like, I love this couch. What is this? Okay. Is this pink? Is this purple? Pink. Oh my God, look at the whale. There's a little whale on the wall. That's a, is that a whale? Oh my God, love that's a whale. Hair. Seafood. Ooh, I wonder what they got here. I'm hungry. Who's hungry? Oh, I know. Well, let's I'm eat. eat. If we're hungry, let's eat. I mean, what are we going to do? Not eat? We have to eat at some point. Look at this table. Uh, we so... eat on this table or over there on the couch? We could sit and eat. So, Erica, is she going to go to jail? (laughs) (laughs) Love that the Housewives discourse has creeped into the section for my culture because that really makes a lot of sense because it is the culture that I consume. But decompressors down. Yeah. um, That's what that show is. Um, But, uh, yeah, and otherwise, like, in terms of life stuff, like, yeah, super excited that you're coming and very excited and, and, like, feel very grateful that I get to be a part of very queer projects that I think are going to be fucking great like the way Fire Island is cast and the, the creative team on it and also Q Force is coming out and I'm really excited for that and like booked and yeah busy. I tried and, and I'm busy. really excited for um you know in the new year to, to shoot the Vanessa show so I'm, I'm feeling good I'm feeling job good. baby and I have to say that you are working your little butt off you have such an incredible work ethic you bring incredible energy to everything you do and he's an Escala I mean, Matt is a star. He's an undeniable star, natural star. Wow, yeah. Personality. Mr. Personality. Pure personality. Do you agree, Walter? Yeah, okay. He goes, yeah, I think so. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T dot com. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Bobisa. Bobisa. Bobisa, in terms of in terms of the summer of cunt, you know. I'm I might this might be a summer that I I just I can't access the cunt, unfortunately. Uh, And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. I mean I've I've talked to you guys about this like off offline, but um it I don't know. Like I just really have to like I have not had to genuinely like confront uh, the way that I am comfortable with inferiority, like my whole life, I've been like, that's where I've been. It that, that I've just I've been. Uh-huh. I'm used to it. I'm used to feeling um, bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And I think uh-huh. I'm, this anything anything working on this movie, which I'm so grateful for. Um, but as the Jane, right? She goes through probably. Would you would you guys say that Jane Bennett goes through like the worst time in the book, or maybe not? I would say that Jane is a character who honestly befalls great personal humiliation yes. and hurt, and it's hard to put yourself in that spot. Yeah. when you're when you're someone who struggles with like a, I guess like a would you say self esteem? Yes, and that's 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 basically what's going on. And Julio was pointing this out. He was like, "This is." This is a movie that um, thematically is like testing a lot of different things in your life. And the only thing that would have made it worse was if, you know, your character like had like insane, like was if your character was put in conversion therapy. Right. Like, like that, that was, that would be like so much more real and mm-hmm. so much harder to separate that from like mm. Bowen. And, um, and your dear friend wrote it too. So there's like insane. And, yeah. and it's so, and it's so well written and Joel. Mm. Yeah. It's very vivid. So vivid. And it's so, it's so lived in and all those words or adjectives. But um, it's, I don't know. Do you feel inferior now? Yeah. That is so crazy to me. I though. feel, I feel, and just, just I know it, in context, it makes no sense because, like, I've had a great summer. Yeah. But an, a wonderful summer. And, and, like, I know this is, like, a moment where I should be, like, you gotta be grateful. You gotta, like, really just, like, drum that up at, at any given moment. But I'm, like, something's happened in the last few weeks where I don't know what it is. Um, where I'm just, like, oh, I just, I, yeah, I don't know. And I've and I've had and I've had hard scenes so far where like literally Andrew on our director has like told me to like in, in in this one scene, okay now you gotta now you need to look in the mirror and just like really like ask yourself like, am I ugly like you like like yeah. truly like dig for that God and I think it's like really fucked up and now I like now I understand. What because anytime I've heard actors say like you know I really had I took to, it home with me I took yeah. it home with me I I, I I needed to shake the character off and all these things I was like what does that even mean whatever mm-hmm. it's like 
easy. You're you're reading words off a page. Yeah, okay, Julianne Moore. You know, like mm-hmm. truly, yeah. I'm like, I'm, what, 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 what is that? But it's work. Yeah. It is. I and I and I keep reminding him. I I'm always I always feel so stupid when I'm reminding myself like. Oh, right. Acting is hard. I've, you know, anyway. Um, That's what makes it art, though. And I think that, like, what I, I guess, what I maybe is a, is a, is a solution here emotionally, not a solution, but something useful is like to understand that because you have an understanding of that experience and because you have an identification with what the character goes through, what you're going to do is project that with a truth yes, to yes. people who will feel seen sure, by it. Yeah. And guess what? In the book, Jane wins. And like, and, not to give spoilers about the movie, but like, you know, what you're going to reflect back is really something very beautiful and touching. And while it may feel like you are personally like far from that, like, I think that like, at least what you can know that like, you're going to give like such a truth. Yeah. Don't be upset, babe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. And sometimes I just feel like I've been getting so upset so often that it just feels like people are There's like a lot hiding me for it or like scolding me no, for Bowen, it. No, but let me tell you and something. I'm... There's a lot going on. And <sighs> to hear yeah. you talk about it like the way that you talk about it, I think it must be difficult to have everyone be like, you deserve all these things. You deserve all these things when inherently you don't believe it. And, and all I no, want what, you to do is... is believe it. That's all I ever want for you to do is just genuinely this is believe the thing. it. I I was I was believing it for a long time and and you're 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 talking about like oh like you've lived through this in your real life and I'm like and I thought I got away from it. I yeah. thought I like I thought I I thought I was so past it and I was like look at me I'm like doing great. I'm doing all these yeah. incredible things and all my dreams are coming true and I'm like oh but wait it's still there. Bowen. No, no it's, baby. Okay. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. I'm sorry. Oh. No. Oh, don't apologize. don't apologize because you well, know what it's very real and i want you to know that like it's oh it's okay to have like any emotion that you have yeah. and stop thinking about how everyone else is gonna like receive it or take it guess what you are living your life and all i want for you to do is and and the thing is like no we're okay yeah yeah, yeah. i don't need i don't need tissue but thank you thank um you. well all all I want you to do is to know that like I'm 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 feeling for you so hard that it's hard right now, but you will feel good again soon. Yeah. Okay. And and we'll we'll just fight through it. All yeah. right. And and just, and yeah. it's all gonna be fine. And I I'm we're we are so here for you. Mm. Thank you, girls. I mean, like, I think that what you're saying about like I should be grateful and all this stuff, which is like two things can be true. Babe. No, totally. Two things can be true. You can have the perspective. I mean, we're sitting here and we're like looking at what we get to do and we're all like recognize how rare and lucky we are yeah. but your day-to-day Ugh. is still your day-to-day it's a lot of pressure and it's still what's well, not even pressure it's just like i'm looking at like you know like the schedule and i'm like i'm like putting in my account i'm like leg- i'm like clerically doing a lot of work where i'm like which i like to do but i'm like okay i gotta so this thing will be on that day and i should yeah. prepare this you know I'm, I'm like i'm doing a lot of like emotional logistics if Uh that makes sense and that is fucking weird i wonder how who can help with that i'm like oh no no no. it's it's not that like i need to like get help uh it's just that i'm like this is this is this is part of the work yeah Yeah. and it's like my it's i'm thrilled and honored and i couldn't be luckier that this is like the project that i get to do this on for the first time like in a long like you know, for a sustained period of time, I'm like playing, I'm inhabiting one person, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I, no, I, but you're also doing this for the first time too, yeah, like yeah. this kind of work. Yes. And so I feel like it is 
everything that you're going through and talking about seems very actually natural to me. And like, yeah, like what Matt was saying, which is like, just feel your feelings. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to judge the feeling. No, no, no. Totally, totally. He, he literally said that last week. Um, I just, you know, all, all, I guess, and I know that you've been feeling this way. And I, I, I think sometimes like, for me, it's just like, I just want to make it better for you. No, and yeah. so sometimes I feel like I, I sometimes do so much to try you, to make you happy. You and like, I and almost you, like try to force feed joy onto you. And I also want to tell you that like, I do validate how you're feeling. And I, I, I want you to know, like if I ever project to you, like, um, like, why are you doing this? Like, like, w- like whenever you're like, Oh, I really want a week off. And I'm like, um, you know, and I'm whatever. All I'm just saying is I do hear you. And like, no, I know you, and do. we both hear you. And I like, know you do. No, I know. I know. It's just, I'll get through it. Um, the only way is through with these things. And, um, like I got, I have fun things waiting for me mm-hmm. too. And I'm like, God, like I, I, I lucked out like crazy with mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like that, and that can also be concurrently true with like all the, the shitty parts of how mm-hmm. I'm feeling now too. And like, Tonight I'm gonna fucking watch Potomac and like laugh my ass off. Because a scholar. Ooh, what are we gonna so order? Scala- I'll what order are we gonna anything. order? I would like to do honestly. We do- well, never mind. What? Because what? what I want to do is like something we kind of just did. I'm. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not like that. that. What is? The, what is Birds of a Feather? Yeah. Th- that, that. Like that, that place that, is that amazing. Place is also, so Kings of Kings County, Kings County Imperial, Imperial is so good. Really good. I also feel like. Bring it back to bone. And I'm sorry. We don't have you to should express. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. You should express because I feel like we're speechifying at you. And like. And you guys don't have to do that. Either. No. no one ha- neither of you are ever under any obligation to make, have to make me feel better about anything. Um, no, I just want you to feel better. But it's also something that we all <laughs> no, deal with. So I, know, it's, I, I think know. it's a really important thing to talk about because I think that you bring yourself to every situation. You bring your shit to every situation. Yeah. And like. I feel like I'm a big compartmentalizer and a big disassociator. Yes. Huge. That is how I function in stressful situations. And that is bad, very bad in a lot of ways because sometimes I put something in a box and I put it away so because I couldn't deal with it right now. Uh-huh. And then it shows up in a huge way. Yeah. And I'm like, where the fuck did this come from? Uh-huh. I put that box away yeah. so I could deal with it later. And then sometimes... You don't get to decide when you have to open the box. Yeah. Totally. But also, I think that two two things can be true. Many things can be true. Hold no one nuance. No wants. No nuance. Yes. Because it's also like, look, you're going through this fucking emotional shit. You're taking it home. You're bringing, it's bringing up all of this, you know, trash feelings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But also, you can live in a moment that's joyous hanging out with friends on yes. set or like you know we're gonna go to the Emmys together I'm so fucking excited that should be a joyous celebratory time no mm-hmm. matter what mm-hmm. and like I don't know maybe I'm asking for too much compartmentalization but I do feel like that helps me like you know yes. but it's so hard no, to that's, stay present that's my issue and I think I have the opposite thing where I'm like not compartmentalizing anything. And I, I, I might run mm. my mouth and like nothing, there are no boundaries when it comes to things and I never set them. Where well, do you think that comes from? Um, Never getting the opportunity to maybe like, mm. but it's fine. I'm, 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 what I'm, do you I'm aware mean never now. getting the opportunity to? Like I was being foisted the, the boundaries from, like from someone else mm. 
all my life, which mm-hmm. is which is fine. Like I don't I don't have to unpack that now. Literally, my therapist is on vacation for two weeks, and so this is timing out wonderfully. Everyone is always on vacation. It's like one of the most horrifying things about the world. I think that we should all be on vacation at the same time. Like, you know how many times? Well, people in the entertainment industry, actually, they're always on vacation. That is true. I think we should all be on vacation more. And I, I think I mean, it should I be normal. I agree with you, and I really want to go with my sisters to go down to Orlando to ride, Velo- ride the Velocicoaster. Well, I want to go to fucking Greece, bitch. Um, I know, but that's I, so far. I feel and there's that, no theme park there. Bitch, you are Greek, and we're going to sit, we're going to have the most yeah, amazing food in the world. Yeah, so I don't need to go to Greece to be Greek. I can go to Orlando and be Greek. I'm I think bringing that we Greek should there. be France. We should be like France, and everybody should just be like off for the month of August. Yeah. And well, August, August should be a famously time. the worst month. Well, Matt has to the, travel. Matt has a seasonally I have affective, seasonal affective disorder during August. <laughs> only in New York. The season of August. You don't like <laughs> yeah. New York in August. I have a disease, seasonal defective <laughs> disorder, where I can't like in a, in New York in August do the humidity. I didn't know that disease. it was New York specific. Well, yeah, because it's just so different everywhere else. Yeah, I will say well, August for me is a trigger month. August. August for me is a is a trigger month. August triggers me. I no, I'm literally brave and bold enough to say that. Not it's not only just the humidity. It's because every single year when you're in your 20s doing sketch comedy, it's August is when SNL rears its head, mm. and I have so much trauma from that month mm. um, that it actually was a big reason why I had to move. Yes, yes. Do you think over time you will build more distance? <laughs> I, no, I. It doesn't bother me anymore. No, it doesn't bother but, me but anymore. But you said you said the other day. Well, that for this year, it's exclusively because you're in New York. It's exclusively the weather in New York this time because now it's like it's like that thing of like you know when you were anxious going to school and you could feel it turn to September. Yeah, yeah. And like you smell the air and you feel an anxiety. Yeah. I kind of have that with August, the month of August now in New York because the humidity reminds me of a slog and a time when I was like stressed out and unhappy. So every time I'm here now, it's like kind of a fight. And I have, I have, and I'm brave enough to say I have cried. 90% 90% of the days I've been here. I'm sorry. Not even no. because I'm... Like, yeah, but it's sorry. okay. It's like, it's like literally like, it's fine because I am genuinely very happy. But like, there's something about the heaviness yeah. of the humidity. And like, you know, it's also like a time for me where things are changing a lot and there's a lot of shifts. Like, and also, you know, there's so much uncertainty that sometimes it is nice to just... And I am water, 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 water sign, y'all. You have yeah. to remember Triple like, I'm placements. a crier. Like it's just it, it just is what it is. August is an interesting time because I feel like there is like a cognitive dissonance with August, where it's like it is the time where the environment, the heat, the weather, the summer is winding down. Soon it will be the fall, which is go 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 go. There's a moment where you're like, well, I should be like resting by the beach mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's also a time where shit always ends up fucking happening, yeah. and so you're in like heat of like. I should be on a beach. And then it's like, no. send this, do this. No, it's, it's back, weirdly to, it's back to school culture. Yeah. And it's yeah. actually toxic. And the people who are like, I like back to school when like the notebooks are back at Target. Fuck you. I will say that the new school supplies thing is real. They do smell good. The school supplies are wild now. Wait, oh my God. Yeah, how have they changed? Like there's fucking, I was watching this ASMR video where she fucking, Maria, gentle whispering icon, went, she was like, I went to Target. I found some amazing things. What are the kids using now? The kids are using like the pencil cases. Remember the space makers? No, flop. Those are gone. Now it's like 
there's LEDs in there and shit. They zip what? up. Or the notebooks have like fucking gel in them that you can like Damn, move around. Girl, it's like they're whatever cr- gets the kids. Whatever gets engaged. the kids engaged, we love it. Because you know, they're on the iPad and you know, that's why Jane Austen did the farm. Cause she was like, I don't want my kids on the iPad all the time. I want, yeah, them, I want to them to know out. where their food comes from. That's what Jane Austen said. Jane Austen <laughs> said, My kids gonna know where their food comes from, and my kids also gonna learn how to ride a bike. Oh, okay. Absolutely. My kids gonna know how to ride a bike for if something happens. Yeah, if they have to get on a bike. I think Jane was also like, they're going to eat jicama sticks. Yeah. Where they're, yeah. they're going to the farmer's market. They're going to learn about produce. I think Shane was like, my kids are not getting that vaccine. Who said this? Jane, Jane Austen. Jane Austen's yeah. she kids said, are she said, unvaccinated. She said, no. My kids are not, not getting that vaccine. vaccine. I don't trust it at all. But also lick. they're homeschooled. So it's like, you can wait. She's weird, but you know she's what? She's weird. She's she, definitely talented. She said she's not getting, she said she's thinking, she's not anti-vax herself fully, but she's like, I don't know which one to get because, but I do know that J and J has they put cancer in J and J. There's cancer in J and J, and I like. But she said it, once the FDA approval comes through, then she'll think about it more seriously. But she feels they rushed it. My thing with Jane Austen is like, I love your Instagram. I love the kids. I love the farm. Oh, we love write the kids. a book again. I know. Write, write another book. book. It's been so long since Jane Austen wrote a book. And it's like, you know that thing when like somebody's famous for a thing and then they just get so they, far away from it, like Chrissy Teigen and being a model. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wait, but like do what we loved about we, you. It's like Bethany with Housewives. It's like, you're not better than Housewives, babe. The last thing you'll ever see is Ramona Singer. Stop trying to be on Shark Tank. It's like JV, Jane it's, writing book. No, Jane is like JVN where it's like, no, we like don't, you don't have to walk us through this like every, like you don't have to show us like a cooking demo. That's Antony. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. Like, like you should just Go back to the grooming. I yeah. just miss like a time before like social media where like Jane Austen could just be Jane Austen. And yeah. I know that she got in her head. And then now it's just like there's too much information. I miss pre I, I miss pre-social media Jane Austen. It's like I stop know. posturing. Talk to us. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just talk to us. Stop posturing for one second. Like, because it's like when Anthony started posting all those shirtless stuff. Right, that's like posturing. that's not why we love you. We love you because of your goofy little face when you put something wrong in an in a, in a so let goofy. The You're so work, charming. Let the work speak for itself. It's about Anthony and Jane Austen. Yeah. Like, you know, that's that we fell in love with you for books. Wait, are we are we that though? Like have we like veered off the path? Like are we being Jane? I often feel like every time I um, say anything about my personal life, I regret it. Like, I do this oh thing. God, I, yeah. I, like, absolutely Same. am, like, a, a fucking meerkat in the hole because, um, no, wait, prairie dog. Literally, I saw it the same Yeah, way, absolutely. You know? Where it's like, I don't, I'll have a day where I post or it'll be, like, my birthday or, like, I'll have a cute picture of myself that I'll post. And then... I crave those likes and those notifications yeah. and the attention. Then the minute I get it, I'm like, I don't want to be perceived. Nobody look at me. Nobody talk to me. Girl. Don't know a thing about me. Mm. This is uh, literally sister life hashtag after. I mean, I relate. I like, I'm like, I, why did I do that? Like the, the, the dopamine hit came and now I'm like, it, it's, it, it feels like you've just orgasmed. Yeah. And, and like, then you looked Ugh. at the porn that you were watching and you're like, what? What? Oh, yeah. But that's also a funny moment, I think. Yeah. I was 90s sailor stuff. Like, <laughs> I thought I was past that. Well, my favorite lately has been f- espionage thriller. Espionage oh, my God. There's some good thriller. stuff. Like, 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 like when someone's like, 
you can get some really good ones like where where a girl comes in and she'll be like, well, we better go. Like, hurry, quick. And then like they're like on a mission and then he's like, before we go, what, what we should fuck. And things like that. Are you still on this, on this hetero porn kick? I actually watched hetero porn again recently and it wasn't as iconic as the step Oh, the step siblings. siblings. But you know what? I, I, oh my God, I you know truly what? Truly iconic. I, iconic Matt Rogers moment. Might be yeah. up for some awards. Yeah. Artist of Millennium. Might, Matt Rogers might be nominated for Artist of the Millennium. We're going to see. But uh, also, going back to gay, um, the Mormon stuff is like really good. Mormon. Wow. There's straight Mormon porn too. All that sister wife shit. It's fucked oh. up. I don't know about all that. All I know is like, it's like the rituals of Mormonism. It's like, it'll be like, I know all exactly in like, what site you're talking about. Yes. And, it's, and some of it is actually kind of upsetting. Well, I mean, w- the fact that it's so, all porn, well, is, honestly, all porn is upsetting. <laughs> religion is level. upsetting yes, and Mormon yeah. is, is upsetting. And so the fact that they're like, th- there's this, and you know the series I'm talking about. It's like really specific. The oh, garments God. they're wearing yeah. are like really specific. And it's so specific to that experience that like you are sort of laughing because you're like it's like the scene will start and the guy will be like now go inside kneel at the altar and begin the ritual and it's like and the ritual is like blindfolded and then they have to like lie down on a bed of nails or some shit like well and and he's like i'll come in and read the rites and it's like what are you talking about we want to watch you have sex but it's funny to me all those religions are a about sex they're deeply deeply horny and yes. mormonism is one of the horniest of them all because yeah. there's so much talk about the underwear and you're seeing the girl with the braid and the dress and the whole time you're thinking like i can't wait to fuck her like because she's so covered like what are her it's all it's all deeply sexual and also it's a religion just like all based on men wanting to fuck a bunch of young girls that too i also like another another archetype i really like is can you come over and fix something broken in my house like hey man uh, my trampoline uh, is broken dude or like you want to come over and jump on my trampoline naked (laughs) to see if it could work for sure dude i'll come right over here's my search word Wait, you go. No, no, no. I was going to say there are only three stories in pornography. Uh-huh. Mormonism, uh-huh. fixing something at home, <laughs> and espionage. That's okay, it. Yeah. I'm going to add a third one. And these are fourth, my search fourth words. Fourth even. Summer fourth. come four even. Summer come four. These are my search words. Real couple making love. I, I've, t- I've done it so many times. There's Revolutionary. This one, but the couple has to be hot, and I have to think both of them are hot. And there's this one couple that have great production value, great lighting, like nice bedspread. Like it's all set up. And it all starts with them like, also their lube is like in these little mason jars. Oh my God. And so I think they make it themselves or whatever. Like, is it just like coconut oil? It's just so organic. It's very Jane. Um, And (laughs) they just like look into each other's eyes and like finger each other and tell each other how beautiful they are. And then it's like a hard cut to like, there's two, there's another couple in the bedroom. And then they're like, fucking the other couple and like Come looking on. at each other. But you're not emotionally invested in this random other couple though, right? Sometimes I am. Well, I'm really invested in them and I've also just watched, I don't like, you know, I've watched, this is rare for me. I've watched several videos of this woman giving this guy a prostate orgasm. And the way that he uh, like directs her, it's so trusting I and beautiful. And the way that he spreads his legs and like will be like barely any on my cock, barely anything, lighter, lighter, lighter. Like, and she, she's just looking at him, and she's so patient. It's it's loving. It's deeply loving. The way you made the guy sound though was is, is, he's is, fucking hot. Okay, yeah, because that's actually hot behavior. He's the hot one. But the tone that you were sort of reenacting, mm-hmm. it, it, it sounded like he was like 
trying to like put in an order at a restaurant. No, 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 no. He is, it, I think very like, very much the way that women sometimes, I mean, maybe it's oh, the same oh, way oh, with yeah, men yeah, 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 have yeah. to be very yes, like specific yes. about like, this is how I'm going to come. Mm-hmm. He is doing that and it's so trusting and loving. I see. Well, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. And vulnerable. I mean, she has like a big dildo up his butt. Yeah. And is like dragging him off. I mean, you ever, there's a guy that I watch and he's like a weird British guy. Uh-huh. But he like tries out dildos and he also <laughs> like, he's like, it's a dildo he's tutorial. Weird. Like we all need to figure out how to use it. He's like, it's a tutorial for this one and I'll review it. It's like so weird, but it works for me. And he also like models so like um gear. Uh-huh. And then he, he obviously like, sometimes he'll turn on like some music and like, you know, he'll jack off. But the thing is like, he's such a weird guy. But I'm so into it. And I think I want to have some weird sex soon. You're into weird lately. I like that. I Summer wanna, of Cunt. I, I, I want to get Summer a little cunt. fucked Summer of weird. Cunt is about getting fucked and getting fucked weird. Yeah, I really um, would like to. Not me. You, I'm not horny right now at all. I'm not I'm You know worried. what? We talked about this. Like, I would like to in theory, but then it's August, bitch. It's yeah. like something weighs no, you down. Like I, Now it's like when I'm not fucking, I'm kind of like, it's actually fine. I have a headache. Yeah. It's hot. Welcome. That's Welcome. What, that's what the weird British guy with a dildo up his ass is for. And he smiles while he does it. Was so it so good- cold in London? Mm. <laughs> where he lives. Where he li- well. <laughs> yes. Matt has put his hands on his fa- mouth because he's having a rare moment of have I said too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the only time we've ever seen I, this yeah. happen. He's like all Once of a sudden a year. shy and shocked. Once a year he goes, oh, I said that it's cold in London. Did I go too far? <laughs> Wait, it was a good PR for from Miss Taylor Swift. For August, the month of August, when yeah, she I think released that August, she, she's delusional, girl. Well, now, well, no, now I love the month of August because no. I'm like that song is so special. August I thought away. that the other like day. A moment I in thought, time. I thought I literally almost thought like explicitly and b- convinced myself that was true. Like, oh, now well, we have August by Taylor, and so you know. But also, like, I have to be honest, it's not enough. It's not enough for me to get over August being what it is. I'm gonna say these. You don't words like August? I I hate. I'm like. Oh wait, I thought the song. About it. Oh no, the song is one of my favorite songs of all okay. time. It's just not enough. But I'm gonna say these words, okay. and, and they're associated with the month of August. Mm-hmm. You're back beneath the sun, wishing I could write my name on it. On it. Will you call when you're back at school? It's August after all. I, I remember, remember thinking, thinking I had you. you. It's such a good song. It's a beautiful but- song. <laughs> I remember thinking I had you. It's that's such a beautiful line. <laughs> um, it makes me cry. It's such a gorgeous song. Taylor really slapped. Emotions. She are really so snapped beautiful. on folklore. Snapped on folklore. We we were we were out dancing last night. Can yes, we say? Did. You belong with me. Came out at the club. <gasps> it really truly did. Perfect song. Gorgeous. And I I think that's like, I sort of forgot how drunk I got last night, but I chugged a couple martinis. Ooh. I woke up hungover, which is humiliating we had a show at Little I didn't Island. even go to the second or third second location. location. It was just a second one. Sudi crushed. Sudi crushed, of course. <laughs> crushed. <laughs> There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. 
Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Hey, it's Bowen, and I want to introduce you to the new Cantina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Yes, it's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients, great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself the slow-roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. With new menu options like Cantina Chicken Tacos, burritos, and quesadillas, there's something for everyone. And Taco Bell isn't just for a late night. With this new Cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are, well, endless. Try the new Cantina chicken menu at Taco Bell now. Now, I said. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Okay, speaking of Mormonism, is this the perfect segue into... Okay, you know what? Everybody, yeah. everybody make peace. Oh, readers, wow. readers, make peace with the fact that this is... We're going to talk about Taylor Swift at least once per episode. We're going to talk about one of the Real Housewives shows. Speak truth. Like, it's it's fine. Everybody... At this point, like, everyone that I know watches it, and I know a lot of different kinds of people. I will say brag, sorry. But we're all watching Housewives. <laughs> yeah, and no one's point, too cool for it. No one's above it. No. Do not criticize the pod... At this point, everybody is lucky that it is still a thing. And I'm going to say that. And you got to be grateful for every day that these two fucking deem it worthy of their time to talk into a microphone. And guess what? They're going to say whatever the fuck they want to say. I will say it's so easy to just skip ahead. Like, that's one yeah. of the things. Like, if it wasn't, it's not like watching a TV show where it's like you kind of have to get your Apple TV remote and, like, negotiate the, mm-hmm. and I know you hate the Apple remote. It. It's so sensitive. So like, sensitive. And then you have like to negotiate taint. it. Like a taint. With, with the podcast, it's like, there's a button that's a like future button. 
You can go to the future. You hit 30, 30, 30. And if you you like what you heard then, guess keep going. Stay there. This podcast is so fucking long. We have done (laughs) hours, thousands of hours of non-Housewives content. So when the Salt Lake City 2 trailer comes out and it fucking... Snap. It's a work of art. And it's a work of art top to bottom. Every marquee, second was gold. Marquee moment. Marquee We're going to talk about it. And now we said it. Also, what do they want you to talk about? Fucking Jane Austen. Guess what we did? We did. <laughs> we gave her so much time today. It's like she's going to get her whole This moment, is a literary moment. podcast. It is. We talk about books. This is a literary Bravo And everybody podcast. is lucky it exists. But anyway, the fucking Salt Lake trailer. Let's just say... um. Jen is a maniac villain. She's a mad villain. Mad villain. She's now like literally like uh, the big boss. And Meredith has engaged. Uh, Meredith has engaged. Detective Lisa, I said her I pitched I pitched her a new tagline on Instagram. I said I want this to be Lisa Barlow's tagline for the season. I'll take a hamburger, a large fry, and the truth. That's and guess really what? Good. Lisa saw it because you tagged her. And she saw oh, it and shit. she said, you made my day. Oh my you made God. my day. You made my day. You made my day. Oh my God. That's amazing. That's, ma- that's I amazing. I love that. I love, love that. that. Oh, I love that. I love I said, that. I said you could have it for free. I don't know. I'll Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Well, we know who we need to have on literally soon to do her Lisa Barlow is Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa. Lisa, Vanessa's Lisa Barlow Lisa is, Barlow is, is it's like one of those things where you don't hear it and then you hear it and then you're like, thank God. Oh, you're so happy that it exists. Thoughts on what we think Heather Gay's season is going to be like after being like sort of the, 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 the victor of season one. I'm worried that she has a writer now. Mm. I'm worried that like there's somebody like, you know, when like Paula Abdul first season of American Idol all of a sudden was saying things like touchdown. You know, like I'm yeah. worried that oh she's going to be too self-aware, and you know, it's going to be, it's going, you're going to see her thinking. Like my thing is that Rihanna, like, I was DM'd say. me, and I'm the funny one, and I'm, I'm the real one, and I'm, I'm worried she's going to play. She's going to play to Rihanna. She's going to play to Rihanna. Literally, now just have be thinking of catchphrases and then saying them over and over. Which again. is Wendy's, which is Wendy Osefo's current sort of affliction. Although I don't know, with Wendy, I just kind of feel like I'm watching some woman go through some sort of like psychological break <laughs> and there's a real like there's some real psychosis happening and it's it's happening on with a very intelligent complicated woman yeah. and I'm, to I'm along for the ride yeah. yes I think I'm whenever along you, for the very ride whenever you, you know she hasn't said the word degrees one time and she said candle too much so when, it's sort of the binary remember like you're either someone who's like my degrees or you're someone who's like my candle and I think that she's somewhere and lost in the middle She's she's neither right now. Remember she's, when Wendy was talking about like when she was getting her degrees and she had like her two boys and she would be breastfeeding and working on her dissertation right, right. and how she wouldn't sleep. She would sleep like three hours a night and she did that for years. Right. That, I remember thinking like, oh my God, that is not a way to live your life. No. That's trauma. That's yes. so hard what she did. And the fact that she's like, new body, these kids literally suck the life out of my breasts new body candles i'm very i don't support it but i'm very it interested. makes it makes sense to me it, it makes, makes so much sense yes it makes she saw an opportunity she's trying to create a new beginning for herself and also you know a lot of people when you watch yourself on tv like you go through something you know yeah. what i mean she's seen uh-huh. herself yeah. edited and maybe she thought maybe she thought her character wasn't fun she, yeah. maybe she's like but wait I'm watching this show and I'm fun. Yeah. Like she and 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 like maybe she's going a little too far in that direction. I mean, I think that Wendy's having a better second season than Leah. 
Mm, oh, sure, sure, sure. It's too much pressure, too much put on Leah's shoulders. To be the new Bethany. Too quickly. Yeah. She's more fun when she pops. Uh, when she's when she's the whipped cream on top, she can't be the banana Ex- in the Sunday. Yeah. Oh in my the god, Sunday. that's that's amazing. That's a great not everyone point. is the banana. I honestly think, and I, I really don't like saying this, but I think the way, the only way you save New York really is to bring bring, back bring Bethany, Bethany back, bring Bethany back, bring back Ramona, and then bring back like Dorinda. I yes. think Dorinda, you know, Dorinda was on Watch What Happens Live, and she was like, I think they should bring us all back. <laughs> I think it what would be fun is seeing the older cast and the newer cast and see what happens but I'm happy you know I'm happy and I'll go back it's I'm very fortunate and blessed and you know if I did if I did go back I wouldn't have written this book and I read the book and I'm happy that I'm sharing with everyone Dorinda I heard I, I saw that you put Bluestone Manor on Airbnb what's that about? Well, I'm inviting everyone to come to my Airbnb. And wouldn't that be fun? A reality show about Bluestone Manor. I think that would be fun. You know? Just saying. Matt Bye, is Dorinda. Matt is You're Dorinda. barely changing your voice. You That's what I'm why? realizing. You want, and you, you want to know why you once told me I was Dorinda? Because when I drink, it gets a little dark. He yeah. Gets so dark. Yeah. He gets so dark. No, well, that's not any dark. of the New York housewives. That's I don't any like of the that. New York. I'm not like that anymore. That's like so no. like, like, that, that's, that's not specific to Dorinda, though. Like, this, and you, Can I say, yes, that is true. And when Sudi is saying that she's associating drinking with getting dark for me, it's because the, all those times happened in August. August in New York. I was drinking a lot and getting dark. Last night you drank a lot and you, you got fresh with me. Was I being fresh? Well, you were just like, you're coming. You're coming to the next location. Well, because it's like, it, honestly, like it was, it was like. It wasn't I, dark. It wasn't dark. It was I dark. was just like, I was being definitive and I think trying to be funny, but like it, maybe it was reading as like. It was, the look in your eyes was, you're doing as I said. Well, because I, I honestly like needed that because I unfortunately had that thing readers where last night I was that flop who told everyone to leave one place to go to another place and arrive and it was closed. And we were with truly about outside, we're outside with about 30 people who came from our little island show and it was like, oh, was I personally walk. disappointed dozens it's okay. of people who I love and care about. I, no, it's we, we forgave you. It yeah, wasn't your we, fault. Then, then it was we the restaurant's fault. fault. Yeah. When the restaurants are closed, it's their fault. That's actually real culture number nine. When, when restaurants, restaurants are closed, closed it's, it's their, their fault. fault. Be open. Um, I think that we are in for some great television from Bravo going forward. Going forward, and, and I'm putting it into the atmosphere. I'm gonna. I want to be on Watch What Happens Live. Yes. I. It's. It's. It's like it not my summer of cunt. It's because it's not happening soon. But at some point in the next year or so, I really want to do Watch What Happens Live. Mm. It's my literally one of my life dreams. That's huge. I think you should. Do, do you, <laughs> it's wait, so thirsty. This is such a this is such a gross um thing to put out. The, to to this is very inside baseball. Do you uh, do you have a publicist? No. I say you hire one and then you 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 push like for when Q Force comes out in September, yeah. you should be like, can we get me on? I'll be your publicist. Yeah. I can call and be like, hi, this is Sudi Green. I'm <laughs> playing. I'm um working with Matt Rogers, and he has some really exciting things coming up. And um, we're just wondering. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I just feel like yeah, absolutely, and yep, and absolutely. You'd be That's so great. So good. If, I mean, I've said it. I think I've said it on this pod before. If I was less talented, I'd be the biggest agent in the world. But you, you know would be what? Really good. I will say, I've shot on publicists on this podcast before. Before I had my own, and I really do appreciate them. It's a hard they're job. A hard they're type job. A people who get shit done. They're so yeah. they're so good at doing that. It is also a job for New York women, and I can never hate yeah. a job no. full of New York women. Wait, there it. should be honestly a reality show about publicists. Is there? Well, there was that show. Well, yes, there was that show 
that was on, I think it was on Broadway. Well, who's that woman? Kelly Kemp. Kelly Catrone. Kelly Catrone had her own reality show. And then Kroll's show, they had that publicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Publicity. So So funny. funny. I honestly think maybe maybe it hasn't been done well yet, but I would love to see that energy harnessed. It's fascinating. Speaking of harnessing energy, it is at this moment because we are running up Mm. on almost, we um, fucking Walter's going to kick us the hell out of here soon. Mm. So we got to do I Don't Think So Honey, which is... You know, such a fun segment. So fun. It's really <laughs> such a blast. That's really, I think we really got, we, I think we really found something with that. I don't think so. The funny. other day, um, we were going to the Lady Gaga concert with Tony Bennett, featuring Tony Bennett. The <laughs> Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett's final concert ever, by the way. Bowen Yang pulled Tony Bennett out of the troll ball last night and said, you could never be Gaga. I said, how, how dare you have Gaga be your opener? Yeah. Crazy. You want to be her. Never will be Never her. Never will be her. Um, but um, anyway, we were walking in and this guy goes to Bowen. My favorite is, I don't think so, honey. <laughs> and it, so we celebrate him and we send a we kiss to him. him. But it's a one, one minute segment. Can you explain it? Um, it's a one minute segment where you rail against um, something in culture yeah. that you don't think so, honey. Yeah. And you got to be talk fast. You got to be speak truth as hmm. Kamala would say. Yes. And um, you gotta be funny. You gotta be but funny. But don't try too hard. Also, as Kamala would say, do not come. If you do not come. If you're not gonna come. If if you if you if but I'm saying if you come during I don't think so, honey, that's bad. Don't don't don't, don't have an orgasm. Don't have an orgasm. Think. As Ka- as Kamala also said, uh y'all gonna drag me for this. <laughs> um I think Kamala is funny, unfortunately. Oh? As, as as a person in the as, as the way she waved to the crowd that one time, her laughing in her pride jacket. Like I I I enjoy the Kamala thing because you know that behind the scenes, it's like she's basically ordering around the stormtroopers. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I what I love is like I I literally we were really stoned in Galaxy's Edge, and there was like a huge like ship, and I was like I pointed to it and I said, Kamala energy. They, she, Kamala is such a serious woman. Yeah, she is such a serious woman who can access this manic joy projection yeah. that is like there's it's in her eyes. Yeah, like exactly when she's walking out at Pride or like when she's like waving to the bus, and it is fascinating that that is a part of her. Yeah, because you know it doesn't. I I'm not saying that it's 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 inauthentic. I think that it's there and it's I, in I there. It's but there. she, it's like it's like Hillary looking at the balloons. They access yes. this thing that is just that part of their lives because in the rest of their lives they have to be so serious. Right. She has to. They do, have to be. So she serious. has to do. Do not come. Yeah. And she also has to do. Yeah, get attracted for this. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and she has to wave that way and look like a patriotic and monument. Really. Being a woman is hell. Truly. It's hell and everything is a trap. I and I'm saying I have I have I have admiration for her. And I know that she's, you know, problematic amongst progressives. And 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 I understand, mm. but I do. We I, understand. I understand. I, I I watch it and I laugh. And when she said, "Oh, y'all are gonna drag me for this," I did think it was funny because I just did. The mm. first time you did that, I thought, "Is he allowed?" And now the third time that you've done it, I'm like, "He is." <laughs> and you you are the arbiter. <laughs> yeah, I get to decide. One thing I would like to do is go back in time and just tap myself on the shoulder a few times when I said some things early on in the podcast and just be like, "Are you allowed?" But yeah, it's too late. but this. But you've learned. And I've grown and changed. You've grown and changed. Um, okay, that's just a part of life. Okay, Matt, um, anyway, I don't think so, honey. I'll go. You want to go first? Great. Okay. 
Uh, this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So Honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Too much milk or creamer in the iced coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, say that. Get a grip. And when I say get a grip, get a grip on something else that isn't the goddamn handle of milk you're using to pour it into my goddamn iced. Let me tell you something. I don't want to drink milk. I want to drink iced coffee. If I wanted to come here, do you think I would order a coffee or a milk? And like, like, I I don't think so, honey. I'm not going to the coffee shop for milk. So why, pray tell, when I sort of suck the straw paper these days Mm. and I'm finding that it's mostly milk. Oat or almond usually for me. Sorry, climate. But that's usually what it is. And I'm especially when it's almond milk. This isn't even 2%. This isn't even what they'd say in the 90s. Seconds. You should be drinking to get out, to weight off osteoporosis. This is almond milk, mama. I don't want to drink mostly the milk of the oat. I want to drink iced coffee. I'm here for energy. I'm here for a good time. Five I'm seconds. here to sustain. I'm not here for milk. If I was, I'd be at the pasture. I don't think so, honey, that I'm there. <laughs> One minute. I loved that. You yeah, really that you, so you kept true. it going. And also, I think can we can we name names? I think it's Duncan that is like the biggest sort of overall mm, perpetrator. Yeah, Not much. even just milk with them too, because the sugar is really where it gets uncouth. It's untoward. Well, I don't I don't order anything except black coffee at Dunkin' Donuts because I don't trust their hands. When you're drinking no. it and you can't even drink you can't taste the coffee you're just tasting milk i don't trust people who say that dunkin donuts is their coffee place that's how you know ben affleck is a serial killer i will not hear this dunkin is so much better than starbucks it's not even no you're from the east coast you're from like you're from like that's that's what that is because starbucks is trying to give me ooh seattle roast will you the, the coffee tastes like cigarettes whereas dunkin is like we are who we are and you're you're choosing this and I appreciate that. And I actually think it's solid. That is the second time that someone has described coffee tasting like cigarettes in a day. And I've never heard that. Greta did it earlier. We had coffee and she was like, does this taste like cigarettes to you? And I was it's like, why would it taste like cigarettes? Taste. It's ashy, that burnt taste. That's what you're getting at. Okay. I don't know. I don't taste them. It's, well, you know, I think. not going to drag me for this. Not to bring it, not to bring up <laughs> SNL, but for Sudi to cape so hard for Dunkin' Donuts. I, I don't mind Dunkin' Donuts. But for you to be very loyal is yeah. East Coast culture. It's mm. working in SNL culture and mm. going to the one under under thirty rock. I think that's what you're oh. attached to. Yeah, the one under thirty rock when they where they call you sweetie. And they medium have, ice milk, sweetie. They always have the perfectly <laughs> ripe bananas. I'll go up back. Front. Let's go. <laughs> I miss it. Lauren, Lauren. take me back. Um, hey, Mr. Michaels, here I am. Beanie is playing Fanny Bryce. We can't go down that road. We can't go down that road. We love Beanie. I want Beanie on the pod. Let's get Beanie on. Okay, so this is Bowen Yang's um, I Don't Think So Honey. Is he ready? And he nods confidently as I press play. It's time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Hard outs. No one honors them. And so what's the point of even asking for one or receiving one from someone? Like, we're not going to, we're not going to hold it up. We're not going to do it. We're going, we're. We only had the room for two hours here. We're doing this in person. And poor Walter is having to sit here working overtime. We've we've run the clock 15 minutes after our allotted time. We we weren't given a hard out. We did not say we had a hard out. But we are... The schedules aren't being... um, The schedules are very arbitrary. I just think I've never in my life had a hard out honored. I (laughs) think let's just like delete them as a concept. Yeah. Okay. Like if you're going to show up somewhere, expect to be there for an indefinite amount of time. 
forever. For 15 seconds. And that that is so liberating to sort of, you know, be untethered from time in that way. Yeah. So hard outs, I mean, the only person who should have a hard out should be Katie Couric because she is Five. up for the best Asker award. Yeah. And she and she just deserves her time to um, you know, catch catch people. Write a speech. And that's one minute. I have never had a hard out truly. Mm. I've seen hard never. outs. I've seen hard outs spring into action and it is a hard out right to the minute. At SNL, they're, at they're, SNL. Honored, they're honored. But anywhere not else. Not always at all. So for 50%. people that might not know, a hard out is when you say, I people know. actually have to, for everyone, not everyone that does, I have to leave at five. I'm so sorry. I have a hard out at five. Just like we were told today, there was a hard out at seven. It's a 705. 650. Oh, 650. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. So, um, so that's what we're saying. I'm not, we I, don't think so, honey. So that's why we're not doing the hard Walter out. Walter told me there's no one booked after this. And so we, we, we do get to like color outside the lines a little bit. Home. No, he wants, wants to, to hear home. us talk about a scala. He wants to hear it. He, he loves a scala. He loves a scala. Do you, have you, have you, um, been able to understand anything we've said? Like in terms of a scala? Do you know who that is? Did you? Yeah. But you were laughing at his Dorinda impression in a way that made me think you that you, Dorinda? Kn- you knew Dorinda. So okay. the you impression think could... just seemed funny, and that's, and that's how you know it's a good one because it stands alone. Oh, that's amazing, Lauren. Lauren, biggest mistake of his life. Flop. He has a Dorinda. He has a Dorinda. Might be fun. Matt has a Dorinda. Matt has and, a Dorinda. Um, you know, it's, it, it's that thing where um yeah she's yeah she's got a book coming out. She's got a book coming out. Okay, she's nice. hosting. You, I was watching what what happens and um that thing. Anybody heard it? Anybody heard it? Could be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> and you know, we, you know, Candace is coming on. Camille's musical guest. Musical guest. guest. Incredible. Drive back. Drive back. Sweeping the country. Sweeping the country. Big hit. Big hit. Topping the charts. Good kids. Could be fun. Could be fun. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. You know, Matt also has a Candace, but he shouldn't do it. No, everybody needs to be saying. Can I give notes? Everybody needs to be saying fewer words and longer pauses. Yeah. And um, I'm not putting Erica out there. <laughs> She's yeah. been through a lot. She's been through a lot. You know, it's that thing where the husband... Yeah. 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 <laughs> so now <laughs> this is going to be Sudi Green's I Don't Think So, Honey. And Sudi, are you ready? Yes. You've sort of done two in the last 24 hours I already. Know. Oh my God, Icon. You're on fire. She's on fire. And they both were slays. And this one, I know it's going to be no exception. This is Sudi Green's I Don't Think So, Honey on Summer of Cunt 4. And her time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Hiking. Hiking, you're a walk, but harder. (laughs) I don't like to hike. Every boyfriend I've ever had in my life, (laughs) I've had to hike with them. I have to pretend to hike. I have to pretend to like it. Uh, And then guess what? About six months in, the truth comes out, which uh, is that hiking, you're not watching a movie. Be watching a movie. Also, you want to be in the middle of nature, in the middle of nowhere alone. You are a white man. You you are a white man saying that, and it is a white man's space. And I don't like to have to climb. I don't like to have... I like nature, but I don't want to have to go into nature to be in nature. Does that make sense? And to struggle seconds, yes. for it. Also, the thing is with hiking, you 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 do the hike to the point, and guess what you have to do after that? Walk back. Oh, okay, walk seconds. back. And sometimes people are trying to trick you and say that the walk back is easier, but it's harder because I'm tired. I don't think so. Hiking. And that's one minute. That's incredible. 
You know, the, what's hard about the walk down is it's hard on your calves because you're like going down the hill. Oh, and then you know what I mean? Your feet, and then your feet are kind of sloped down like this. You're doing the, it's so. And that's when you notice if you're not wearing the right footwear. Yeah, that's when you know. I, to me, it's 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 the performance that I do for every man that I've ever known. Not true, not every man, but most of them. Where I'm like, yeah, let's go on a hike. And then it's it's the tension of how much do I suffer through and when do they find out, A, that I'm not really in shape for this, and B, that the secret is I would so much rather be doing literally anything else. Well, can I say, and this this will maybe renegotiate the performance aspect of this, mm. you and I mm. have enjoyed a hike together. Okay, what I would call the hikes that we've gone on, and this is important, nature walks. Love it. I love and, and a nature walk. And we all love a nature walk. I love a nature room. walk. Give me give me a path, uh, uh, you know, off a road, easy parking, and I'm and I'm smelling the trees for a little bit. I can't be doing these 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 mountain you're bouldering. I'm Oregon trailing up in this. Bitch. You also don't need to be hiking to walk. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, and, and if you're walking, you actually like, you know, steps wise, like they're the same. Like, so if you if you walk up a hill and it's a hike, quote unquote, like you could have walked down the street around nature. Thanks. And logged as many steps and still it's calories carrying down, like getting lost. Can I? So mm, can I, I ask know. something? But I do love them. And you're going to love the way you look in LA when you start. Griffith Park, is that a hike or a nature walk? Oh, it's a hike. I think if it's up, if 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 you're, if it's up the hill and up, you're feeling up. it. Cardi B said Yeah, in your ass, you're feeling it. I think that that's a hike. To me, a hike is defined not only by distance and remoteness, but also strenuousness. But do you like the Griffith Park hike? No, but I'll do it to get a nice ass. We love the Griffith Park And I'll hike. do it. I'll do it. To get a nice ass. Sure. But I won't do it because I say I love going on a hike. It's a means to an end. It's not the thing that you want to be doing. I don't like working out and I don't do it. I have to tell you, that's, <laughs> been a, that's been a part of Summer of Cunt for me is I now do enjoy it. Don't. And, I don't want to hear it. But, but, Stop but, it. But, Stop. But, but, but Literally, I, please shut up. Uh, <laughs> thank you. This is Summer of Cunt. The boundaries. <laughs> that's right. That's 100% right. 100%. And King. guess what? Kings, we are, we are having a fun night tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're about to go watch. We're going to go to our Kings I County Imperial shout out. I, I just want to say one thing, which is that I'm staying at a really cool hotel in New York called The Freehand. We love The Freehand. And you yeah. guys did Treen there. Yeah. yeah. We did, yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I never got to go. I never was in town for a Treen, which feels literally insane. Mm -hmm. um, but now I'm there and I fucking love it. It's so fucking it's a cute. lovely yeah. place. Great so this is, um, this is like a not Get even a damn discount. Saying, Get him a damn discount. Yeah. Con Con. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I would pay millions more. No, they should pay you. <laughs> no, mama. Yes. Let me pay them. No. Let me pay them. Let me pay no. Them. Okay. Give me the money. Give give him the money. Um, well, this, <laughs> I think this has been, and wow, we laughed. We literally cried. What can I say? Um, I think this is an, an iconic Summer of Cunt. Summer of Cunt quad. quad. Summer of Cunt. I think it's, can I have a, I have a pitch for a title? Yeah. Summer four, like no cunt. Yeah. Or wow. so it's or like fast four. five, huh? So it's like fast five, or when it's like furious seven, you know, yeah, like, like so when like they so swap out. We now know that like the word. So the word furious is inferred now with any Fast and the Furious movie, so much so that you don't need it in the actual title. So the word cunt is sort of inferred with this, so you don't need it. Summer. What four. about what about love that cunt 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 cunt? Yeah, or that I like that. We're gonna have a vote. 
Okay. On um, one of the most popular websites online, which is called Twitter. Um, and it's going to be between the two. Okay, we're going to ask our um, oh, readers. So we're going to ask the Twitter sphere, which is always responsible. Yeah. And definitely when we post the word cunt on, even if it's spelled with a K on Twitter, people will have like, they'll have a good sense of humor about yes. it. Yes. And they'll be constructive and be willing to play uh, along with us. Absolutely. I trust everyone. I trust them for sure. No one flag it. No one report. No one flag it, faggots. Faggots. Okay. Um, this was been. This has been one of the best times, and we're all gonna wave to each other. And I, I kind of, I know what song I want to sing at the end, and okay. I kind of want Studio to, to lead us. Okay. Would you lead us in the theme song to A Wrinkle in Time? Only you can wrinkle time. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.